Oh, Thallium. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 4th of May, 2014. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Because Thallium is so hilarious. And Robert Kemp. Oh, I meant it in a sort of surprising manner. It's like, oh, Thallium. No. <laughs> I think aha is the word I would have used for surprise. Oh, perhaps I should have just been slightly more explicit and go, oh, I did not expect thallium. Is that with a PH? No. No, it's TH. TH. Oh, thallium. Ah. Is there a thallium? No, there's only a thallium. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wasn't saying thallium, like phallus. Thallium. Thall- it's thallium. That's the same, isn't it? No. <laughs> you, pretty much. TH. The TH th- is slightly different. <laughs> so as, as, as you guys always used to point out to me when I used no, to it, say no, free I agree. and free, meaning both free and the number, when it should be free and three with that slight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's from the R, though, not from the TH. You, say, you literally say the, the th versus f. They are different. Fr, 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 free, THR. It's different. It's different. <laughs> They're definitely different. Because there's an R after it. R. Well, they're both R. Well, the well, yeah. Okay. What about? But it, it is different when there is there's no R, isn't it? Then I can't uh, think of a good example of that. Well, thallium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. The. We're talking about th and ph. Oh yeah, but the, uh, the the is the rather than th. Ph ph is like a homophone of using f, isn't it? They sound exactly the same, yeah. right? So That's fat and fat, <laughs> they sound exactly the same, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, whereas if it was fat, <laughs> that, would be di- that would be different. Like thatched. <laughs> well, I suppose you don't have thatched and thatched. <laughs> thatched. That would be pretty good, my, though. My fat. <laughs> so we make a make a weave of lard. <laughs> thatched. <laughs> lard weave. <laughs> lard oh. weave. I don't think you could weave lard very easily. It would kind of. It would have to be very cold. It's yeah. like Arctic. You can only do this in like Arctic countries. Arctic lard weave. <laughs> if you had like, like you know how you make a bacon weave. If you just had <laughs> yeah. like the streakiest bacon, where the streaks were like more just than lard. the bacon, right? Would would that be more of a lard weave than a bacon weave? Possibly. Yeah, that could work. You could strip off the bacon from the from the actual lardy rind stuff. Yeah, or if that. you took the fat bit off a steak. <laughs> And just weed that. <laughs> what are you going to do with this lard weave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how good an insulator it is. Well, it's fat, so presumably pretty good. Yeah. That's what animals use it for. It's fat. That would be totally gross. Yeah. <laughs> if my house has a roof made of fat, because <laughs> it's so good at insulating. Weave fat. Probably wouldn't last very long, though, would it? Because it would probably get picked up by birds or like we just have a layer of insect. Yeah. So that would be a thatched... Thatched roof. Right, okay. We got it. <laughs> a batch of thatch. You'd have to protect the thatch with thatch, right? So you'd have to have a layer of thatch yeah. and then another layer of thatch. And then some proper building material underneath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Potentially, if you want an actual house. Oh, that's no, got to go. a made up house in the clouds. Does fat not just, doesn't it not go off? It must go off, right? Like just fat, pure fat. Like, do you, can you just keep it forever? Like in the in unrefrigerated. Probably get eaten. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's unrefrigerated. Well, there we go. I don't know, but is that the meat part that goes around? So, and the no, it's fat. The, the fat, the fat goes around. Yeah. That's, that's it, it. why everyone. That's why it's all, yeah, that's why it's like that's a. I don't know. That's just something that I. I associate with fat is rancidness. Okay. Is it is it putrescible? Is the question. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not liable to go become putrid. Well, I'm not, I don't know actually. Uh, it, the question is: Is rancid a stage towards putrid? <laughs> putridity. Putridity. Is it is on the same scale? <laughs> Does this really have the word putrescible? Is there an equivalent for rancidity? <laughs> Rancessible. <laughs> Rancessible means that a material is capable of rancidity. That's not even a word, is it? Rancidity? I think we just Maybe. made that up. I, 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 good, just, I just made up pre- no, uh, putrescible. No, yeah, putrescible is a word. Yeah, putrescible is a word, but putricity is. Putrid. Putridity. Putrid. Is that a <laughs> No, probably not. Yeah, no. Ah, uh, linguistics. Well, that was the grammar cast. <laughs> That's the grammar cast. Get out of That's because we start every podcast with a weird, <laughs> weird element word. Then, yeah, then we every have, time. We haven't actually really had a normal, like, helium or something. No, it's something where it's pretty <laughs> defined what it sounds like. Well, not the thallium is much different. No. But Valium. I don't know. Maybe we have, and we just skipped over those ones. No, no interesting. <laughs> Maybe we just didn't discussion. remember because it was not interesting. Exactly. It was just helium. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> but you don't say I have tharted. What? You why say, what? why would you? No, because I'm doing the THF thing again. Because you say I. You don't say I have tharted. I have farted. Different sound. That was the thing we were arguing about, wasn't it? They're definitely different. Yeah, I agree. They are different. But if it was a PH, you wouldn't be able to tell if it was different from F, right? No, it, I don't think I, so. If you said, I have P-H-A-R. That's a fat t- B. Farted. <laughs> this is phrenology. Which is PH. Indeed. Got it. <laughs> so, welcome to the Salacast. <laughs> this is a podcast about video games, as I say every every time now, just to remind people. I did pick up a game in a humble bundle not that long ago about typography, so maybe there is some discussions to be had about that at some But point. has typography got much actually to do with language, or is it more to do with the letter forms? You know, do you think it matters the fact that it's English? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if it was, I suppose it does. I suppose. Well, it's more. I guess it's just aesthetics, but the aesthetics of language. That's yeah. what makes it readable, isn't it? That's like it's kind of important. Like if language is a way of understanding, then the typography of language is just as important as the actual words. If it's if it's hard to read, yeah. I was looking at a, I was looking at a book about like designs of the 20th century or whatever. Yeah, and there was a section in there for, for fonts. It didn't even have like. <laughs> Comic Sans, or <laughs> I was seriously expecting Comic oh, yeah. Sans to be in there. Helvetica is the cl- obvious one. Well, yeah, I mean, there was, you know, the classics, totally Roman, and. Mm. But, I mean, come on, Comic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans is only famous for being dumb. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's quite late, isn't it? It must be like 92 or something that, that, that Microsoft came out with Comic Sans. Or maybe later, so, 94. Even so, if you get a case study fonts, like the amount of hatred there is towards that thing, surely, surely you need to at least mention it. 
Did you see somebody made like a nice Comic Sans, like Comic Sans Noye or something? Like a, a, a type designer made one that is Comic Sans esque in that it's um you know it's like cartoon letters or whatever, mm. and it definitely has the feel of Comic Sans, but it's infinitely just nicer. <laughs> hmm. uh, and, and, and I don't that's... even know how you could achieve that. <laughs> it's because yeah. you don't know anything about fonts, really. No. <laughs> the thing is, apparently, Comic Sans is really accessible and easy to for to read for some reason for for like mm. um partially sighted people and stuff. I don't know. So it turns out it has legit uses. I think that's an accident. <laughs> I don't think they designed yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah, probably. Sort of jaunty. But yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe because it... of the way the the letters all sort of, you know, kink differently that it actually becomes easier yeah. to determine. And perhaps after some training, I guess. Like rather than Yeah. You've maybe never seen comic things, sense for the first time. Then... Things that make it ugly actually make it good for that purpose or something. I don't know. Mm. It's definitely useful for sheep based memes. <laughs> Nice that. <laughs> Isn't that font that um, at the time someone put out that um, was OCR proof? And oh, right. I think basically what he did was include little versions of, of of the same letter inside that one. So for an X, for instance, would just have lots of X's. So OCR uh, would obviously pick that up as lots of X's. <laughs> okay, and it would just go completely wrong. That's yeah, interesting. but it was still just about readable. <laughs> just about. I've heard on a slight tangent. I've heard about um, people. Because we uh, haven't actually talked about video games yet, so it's uh, a, a slight tangent. People wearing like a dazzle makeup that 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 makes it impossible to get recognised by facial recognition software if you wear the right pattern on your. And also trying to make it look cool, you know, for for a girl sure, or whatever fashion. Surely level. you could do that by just adding more eyes. Well, yeah, you have fake eyes and stuff. Um, but you know that's similar to what you're saying about yeah. trying to defeat the. Uh, the uh, machine learning uh, algorithm that's trying to pick up on the image and find your face or your characters. Mm. Kind of crazy. So I guess even if you gave it like the knowledge of that font, it probably wouldn't be the first thing it would try. You'd have to like put it into shit font mode or yeah, emergency mode or something. Oh god, why are there so many X's? Or one of those medieval style fonts that look like. Portcullises. You know what I mean? The, the uh, sort of medieval fonts with the spiky letters that, yeah, it's sort of like right. lots of crisscrossing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, they must have to do that if they want to read all these old, yieldy medieval manuscripts onto Google Books or whatever. And they must have mm. to recognize they all those have, crazy ass. That's just like the fact there might be a drop down in the Google thing somewhere for like regular text, yieldy ye text. text. Exactly. <laughs> read Almost this. Certainly. So, what was the typography game? How did that work? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, it's right. called Type Runner. And I think you play like a, as a couple of full stops going through a world made of typography. Okay. Like a platformer. I think it's like one of these. Things. Yeah, I think it's a bit like one of these conceptual platformers that are like Thomas was alone in some regards. Or... All right, okay. Okay, well, we'll have to hear about that <laughs> in another typography section some other time. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile. Unfortunately, I don't have a suitable segue this week because I haven't played it. <laughs> No problem. But have you heard of any news? <laughs> news! Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> no. 
What's the news? There, there has been news. Uh, oh, what do we want to talk about first then? Um, there was something about um, Destiny, wasn't there? A bunch of Destiny shit dropped. Did anyone read any of that shit? No. no. I know that they were... Well, I sort of did. The only thing I sort of remember from it, because it was sort of straight after the last podcast, wasn't it, really? But that stuff yeah, all probably. came out. Um, and that always means my memory is slipping by this point. Yeah. Um, they were, the one thing that has stuck with me about that is that it is decidedly halo feeling as in yeah you know bungie's signature style is all over it right that's what i heard too which isn't a bad thing no but is there a place for two halos <laughs> i don't know um, i don't know i mean you'd uh, you'd hope they'd done something you know somewhat different otherwise mm. um what's the point in go- um, you know going out on your own and also like their new law doesn't look like vastly i mean obviously it's different but it's still sci-fi and it's still yeah it's still mysterious alien race and all that it, it, it clearly fits with halo and marathon in a kind of bungee style universe yeah, type definitely thing. definitely i don't think they've gone far from their wheelhouse no um and i'm not sure i'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing though if they're very very good at it then why not but you know sometimes you want to see a studio do something outside their comfort zone yeah i mean naughty dogs are a perfect example with the last of us was quite different to uh yeah exactly uh, uncharted stuff well and uncharted you could argue is quite different from anything they'd done before that so sure yeah you know they might have a little bit of a history of it yeah i guess you can't all do not every studio is good at doing you know different stuff each time and still and it's still being good um but so yeah. yeah, that was that was the feeling. You know, the one thing I took away from it is that, well, that and that Bungie themselves seem very keen to express the point that it isn't Borderlands. Oh, why do they care? Borderlands isn't like a huge deal. I mean, well, no, I think it's because it? I think there's been a number of like, well, Borderlands is a pretty big deal for 2K. It's one of their, yeah, yeah, it's one of their biggest sellers. But it's um, I don't. Know, I think it's because they're drawing comparisons because of the way that it's the drop-in co-op play, right, and, and stuff like that that it may. That you know, it got people like, oh, okay. So what you're doing is you're making something a little bit like Borderlands, but yeah, not. Have Borderlands. you ever freaking played Borderlands with dropping co-op? <laughs> you played with your friends. You had four people or less. You played with only those people with only those characters because otherwise it screwed up all your levels. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I honestly do not know. So do you think this will work better in that vein than Borderlands did? Because you don't, you won't have all this level crap, will you? I mean, you do have loot. Well, you might, yeah. Presumably, you do level. I would guess yeah. if they're having any kind of RPG list to it. Yeah, I don't mm. know. I don't know how it's going to work. And presumably, there'll be well, mm. I don't know. It like depends how like story driven it is or whatever. To like, are they going to be like raids or whatever? <laughs> basically, I, I think there will be. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be some hook to keep you coming back. Do you know what I mean? Because I think that's the. That's yeah. the draw of a lot of games at the moment. Is you, know, you need some number to go up to hook you, <laughs> and a lot of you know everything from Call of Duty to you know to Plants vs Zombies realizes that <laughs> everything from Call of Duty to a reskin of Call of Duty has realized Plants vs Zombies isn't a reskin of COD. It practically is though. <laughs> if you were going to say it was a reskin of anything, you'd probably say Battlefield, surely. Well, yeah, but. I meant that more in a way of like you didn't really 
get a very different genre in there. Well, that's like, the first person of... shooter, or another first person shooter. But we're talking about shooters, so isn't that a relevant comparison? <laughs> no, I thought you meant. I thought you were going to say how like prevalent the RPG numbers going up thing was, oh, like well, covering yeah. lots of genres. In which case, you just say all which... shooters already. Well, happened. yeah. In which case, you could pretty say every genre ever <laughs> has tried it at some point. I'm sure. Except maybe card games, I don't know. Oh no, even Uno. No. Fuck it, Uno has done that. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Uno on Windows Phone <laughs> All right. has a bloody levelling system. I just thought you were about to say the numbers go off in Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing my 48. <laughs> but technically the numbers go down in Uno. So. Well, if you're playing for score, yeah. which I don't think many people do. But... Or at least the video games don't let you. <laughs> Also, fuck Uno on Windows Phone. Okay. That is both a well-constructed and badly constructed game. <laughs> Why is it taking too much of your time? Well, no. When you get into the game bit, it's fine. When you're right. not in the game bit, it's utter garbage. Like, the menus are ugh, just slow, and there's music, and it likes to, even if you've turned the music off, play the music while it's loading. It's like, oh, get, get away, get away. Just bad. And then you play it, and it's fine. So, what it's games uh, do you play on your phone, on your Windows phone? Minesweeper. Uh, <laughs> is that the main thing? Does that come it's with free. it? No, it's a free app. It's a. Is it from there's two of them, in fact. There's a yeah. There's a free one from the Windows Seven days, which I maxed out the achievements for, and then found that they made a new one in the more Windows Eight style. So I'm doing that one now. <laughs> See if I can max the achievements on that. Awesome. Can you have a nice big? It's a good shitting game. <laughs> it's a good shitting game. The best side. I'd be sure. I think we already discussed this. That you should just be playing. You should just be playing. Um, Joyride because that's the only good game on that entire fucking app store, basically. Pretty much. Although, if I get to the stage where I'm poo thrusting <laughs> from the vault. <laughs> then I'm trying to make some kind of like if I play Jetpack Joyride, what would happen in real life? Uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting from the bowl. <laughs> that sounds like a disaster. Uh, yes, I think that's generally what that was going to be. Achieved liftoff! Uh. <laughs> I thought it was a funny thought. Yeah, so, gaming thought. on Windows Phone, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you can both attest. Oh, well, there's just not a lot there is the problem. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, there's a few big names there, but I don't try those. Like, I think there's a version of Asphalt, which is a series that's been running since iPhone started, <laughs> yeah, I think. It's not, like, not very good. Yeah, yeah, it's a crappy racing game. But not that I've tried any of them. I just sort of assume it's a crappy racing game. Yeah, sure. I think EA put out quite a lot of stuff. All right. Um, no Plants vs. Zombies, though. But... That's kind of annoying. Peggle, nothing like that, no. no. I don't think so, no. Peggle's pretty good on the on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I used to... Well, I never put it, I never had it, but I played other people's phone copies for a while. Now I've got the Xbox version. Okay. Have you got the Xbox Peggle. One version? No, no, I don't. I don't have Peggle, Peggle 2. Peggle 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. So it Bungie... It seemed like it was worth it. So Bungie... <laughs> That's all I got. You got any more? Uh, no. Uh, 
I hear the sniper rifle is like pretty much the same as in Halo, <laughs> except you can level it up. So yeah, have one of those square scopes. Uh, yeah, just a satisfying action to it. Like that was a bit over the top in Halo, the sniper rifle. <laughs> oh, but that was super useful because, you know, you could at least hear when there was a sniper and the ridiculous trail was it left. It was kind of yeah. nice in the multiplayer. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But it had that weird sound where after a while you realize it sort of has its own echo in the sound effect that it makes. It's like... Yeah, it's true. Not Nothing to do with the environment. It's just always got that yeah. echo. Yeah. It's a bit weird. You just sort of notice it after a while. I haven't heard anything else about Marty O'Donnell or anything. Um, no. I don't think we'll never know what the hell happened. Or, no. But, uh, I guess we'll see what the music is like in Destiny. I what thought Destiny and Titanfall would be like um, facing off against each other. I didn't expect them to be, you know, quite far apart. Oh, I don't know. I assumed Destiny would have a longer Take cycle. Away, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, makes sense. Oh, well, because it sounds like they're being much more ambitious with what they want to achieve for that thing. You know, when they're talking about building the a platform and an ongoing, yeah, uh, an ongoing world, right? Um, some sort of persistence. I think they talked about at some point. And it's how is all this going to fit in? Nobody knows. It's, but it sounds considerably more ambitious than a multiplayer mm. shooter with mechs. You know, <laughs> if you yeah. have to write it on paper, which is pretty much all they were going for, right? Wasn't it? They weren't like going for anything crazy. Uh, just exactly. like, let's make exactly. something fun and and they made an yeah. incredibly focused one of those. Indeed. Cool. Any other news? Uh, good news for me, <laughs> given that I now have a Wii U, which I suppose I'll talk about later. Cool. Um, Nintendo really wants you to have a copy of Mario Kart Eight. Hooray! To the point where anyone who purchases a copy and registers it on Club Nintendo before July thirty uh, first, I think. Yeah. Um, what do they get? Or June through one of them. Well, when does the game come out? Uh, end of May. <laughs> okay. So one month or two months. Yeah, one or two months afterwards. I can't remember. They will give you a download code for another free Wii U game, and the list is quite nice. Cool. Well, so like all of them, basically, pretty because, much, because yeah. there aren't that many Wii U games. Well, pretty much, yeah. Pikmin 3 is on there, Wonderful 101, Wind Waker HD, nice. uh, Sonic Lost World, which is why I'm interested. Um, <laughs> Naturally. Because you don't want to pay for a shitty Sonic game, or a potentially shitty Sonic game. You're right. That's great. But yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so you, does Mario that apply on that list as well? If you buy the, um, say you bought a bundle of the Wii U and Mario Kart, you'd still get that same offer, I guess. So yeah, that you effectively get two the, games in the bundle. Yeah, if you're, if the copy of the game that comes in the bundle still has the Club, Lin, Club Nintendo? Nintendo leaflet inside it, then yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. That's so, yeah. good. Uh, on top of that, they did the, another, like, uber-long Nintendo Direct, which I oh, haven't yeah. watched, uh, but it was all about Mario Kart. Um. And the shock news was that the blue shell can be stopped. Whoa, what? How? By an, a single new item, I think. <laughs> Actually, there's like one item that can combat it, and it's the, it's called the super loud horn. So great. But it's not it's not nearly as cool as the one from America GP. Yeah, the off key horn. <laughs> Although in fairness, because I haven't watched the video, I don't actually know what the sound it actually makes no. is. But it's a weird looking thing. It looks a little bit like a red Lego brick. 
that okay. they're just holding up awkwardly <laughs> and is sort of going, <laughs> or appears to be making some sort of animation that looks like sound. Okay. So what, what do you do? Do you deploy it when you're in first and, and someone's... Oh, I, no, I, well, I think you can use it as a defense against the blue shell because the blue shell does that thing that it has done for a few games where it like orbits your car a couple of times to yeah. indicate that it's about to hit. Right. Um, and you can use it then to... Uh, avoid it otherwise the blue shell is still going to fuck you over like on the last lap um as it normally does which is disappointing um but i think the normal effect of the horn is to act a bit like a a shock wave right like borrowing something from sonic racing transformed and blur that have all had that kind of weapon pulse thing that comes out of you cool so yeah that's pretty much it Uh, they announced the, the remaining roster characters which I, I find a little annoying, like because I would rather sort of have some surprises. I think you know that's, that's the whole joy of unlocking characters, isn't it? It's like to know, like just go, oh, oh, there's that, there's there in it. But no, they've just announced them all now. And all right. it's, um, and the last few were pretty shitty. Like one of them is a pink gold version of Peach, like made of pink metal. Pink and of course, metal. one of them is yeah. Like to to counteract gold Mario, they had to make a female oh. equivalent, so they made pink gold. I have the metal Mario though. I, I know, I know that makes more sense, right? Well, sort of. As much as metal Mario makes sense, yeah. This metal does it have the crazy metal Mario music? That down 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 down. That's why they should have brought it back. It's just like, why do they need to make a whole new gold one? Isn't that's the other thing, isn't it? The Mario Golf game on DS. If you buy, Mario yeah, well. if you buy into the season pass, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you get a gold Mario. Like they already had metal Mario. Why yeah. gold? Yeah, what's well, so it just because it's gold, and they thought like, oh, there's nowhere it's silver, so that's like second place. Yeah, <laughs> we need to go to maximum. <laughs> And it made really loud footsteps, didn't it? Bow, 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 bow. Running around with a metal cap on. What was what was the power of the metal cap? Was it made, it made it super hardy or something? Or you, were, you, could... you sunk underwater. That's yeah. right. Ran along the bottom. And you were technically invincible. Yeah. That's right. You just ran through everything. <laughs> it was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that game's awesome. <laughs> it's the regularly scheduled Mario 64 music section of the fuck. I just remember getting that for the first time while I was, like, you know, the first time I was playing Mario 64, just going, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Man, that game is, like... It's 18, right? It's like old enough yeah, to... it's proper old. To like drink and shit. <laughs> Other stuff. Well, oh, I do have a broadside in my hand, so here's the Mario. <laughs> here's the metal Mario. Yeah, fuck gold Mario. Yeah. Mm. It makes more sense for gold peach, though. That sort of... That one does sort of make sense. Or pink gold, I suppose, yeah. Well, know, it's not actually pink, pink, though, really, is it? Yeah, it sort of is. It, was, it, it looks more like a shiny salmon colour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we're being precise about it. Because <laughs> gold makes more sense in that case, because it's like she already has a crown, I guess, sometimes. Mm. <laughs> but she does wear pink. <laughs> yeah, but... Fuck, God damn it. <laughs> fuck pink. <laughs> That's not how it's meant to work. Mario goes, Mario goes silver. Or gold, apparently. He doesn't go red. Gold. It has, it's not like... There wasn't anything in... Well, I suppose we wouldn't know, but there wasn't like a, a gold Mario power-up in like Super Mario 3D World or something. There might have been. Maybe, like, it's got to have come from somewhere. They fucked up their own... 
you mean, wherever it came from, it was dumb of them because they already had a metal. perfectly good metal <laughs> that they decided to abandon. Well, unless it has different mechanics to metal. Oh, wow. How different could it be? It's fucking gold. <laughs> gold softer. <laughs> and heavier. Yeah. Or maybe not. I guess you don't know what metal Metal Mario is actually made of. That's true. Presumably not lead. He's a bit too shiny to be made of lead. <laughs> Can you polish lead? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But lead would be heavy enough for yeah, the sinking. It's like heavier than... It's like... How... He, he looks like some kind of iron. Well, it's shiny. It's like chrome. <laughs> Well, pure crime. steel let's go with steel yeah that's probably most likely stainless steel <laughs> indeed stainless steel very the stainless steel just has a bit of chromium in it doesn't it to make it yeah is that right yeah more chemistry when people talk Myth. about chrome they mean stainless steel right like when they talk no. about no, I well, mean no. on a car or something or whatever. Oh, uh, you're probably right. But that's like a chrome. They do coat it though, don't they? With it might be oh, chrome right. plated. So yeah, electroplated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Not just not just stainless steel shininess. I bet a lot of it is actually just stainless yeah, steel. Yeah, probably <laughs> the cheaper one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was America Eight news. <laughs> yep. I'm quite excited. For I, that. I'm. I sort of am. I just because. I mean, I'll play yeah, it. Yours, obviously. There's, there's always a draw about it. The only thing I'm a little bit, I don't know, perhaps uh, not excited about is the is the sounds. It sounds like none of the structure has changed, and there's not really anything new about it. Right. In the sense that you know, it's still you're still gonna have, there's still gonna be four the well the eight cups I suppose of four tracks each, um, and it's still that's the way you single play it. You know, you go through all of the cups in all of well, the. What else would they do? Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, what Sonic... amazing design concept have you got here? Well, no, it's just because coming off the back of me playing something like Sonic Racing Transformed, where the campaign structure was actually kind of a tree of events, like they didn't cupify it. They sort of like everything was like a you you did a you did this one event, but there would be occasionally there would be something weird about that event, like or it would be a, a challenge game. Like, oh, in this level, you're not actually racing. You're trying to defeat this giant tank um, whilst driving around the track. And it's, you know, I kind of want to see them do what the other people are doing with the kart racing and trying to throw in these other sort of little other things Mm. to sort of make playing it single or make the progression in single player both longer and slightly more interesting. I don't know. I think Sonic Racing Transformed has kind of spoiled me on the kart racer front because it was really good. Hmm. Well, it's good they have competition to, you know, spur well, them on. If you want to put that in the kart racing category, it's at least mixed up its events a little. Well, yeah, that's the one thing that Mario Kart doesn't have. I think it would really benefit from it. Oh, and new to the series for the first time, thanks to the gamepad, five-player local multiplayer. <laughs> it will do four on the screen <laughs> and one in your hand. But does that does the fifth cart do anything mysterious or is it literally I think it's just a fifth player as far as I'm <laughs> okay, as as so. yeah <laughs> although they could have done something cool in battle mode maybe to make it asymmetric in some way where one player is just there to fuck with everyone they one might, they might do the that map and drops bombs all the time <laughs> yeah Bubble. I mean they are quite keen on uh, asymmetric Bubble. multiplayer with that thing so who knows they'll probably put something in there yeah I don't know we haven't heard anything about that but and they're being surprisingly open Right, you know about about that and Smash Brothers. It's, like, it's almost like they don't want there to be any secrets ever anymore. <laughs> mm. Why do you think that is? Smash Brothers, yeah. 
I don't know. Well, Ninty, up until Nintendo Direct, were always kind of... They played it the other way, didn't they? Like, yeah, pretty hard. And they didn't really tell you a lot about what was coming out until it came out. Do you think it's uh, influenced by, like, you know, Wii U sales and stuff, whether they need to get people excited somehow, I think even it's, if it means giving everything away? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're going... Um, full throttle with trying to build up hype trains, which is not something Ninty have really had to do before. No. I don't think. Because everyone has kind of done it for them. Yeah. And now the Wii U is starting to flounder, that maybe they sort of think, oh, actually, maybe we better do something about this. Yeah. But they've just perhaps gone too far. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll work, but it's a bit disappointing for, for someone who wants a bit of mystery. Hmm. Well, and as I was telling you guys just before the cast, which is kind of a non-news thing, Iwata apparently has been talking about Nintendo's mystery pledge to move in a um, a non-gaming direction, potentially. Oh, yeah. But, you know, no one knows what the bloody hell they're talking about. Right. Well, they keep talking about health, don't they? Yeah, and non-wearable technology, whatever the hell they're talking about there. <laughs> non-wearable. The best yeah. kind. <laughs> <laughs> All my favorite technology is non-wearable. <laughs> Anti-wearable. You put it on and it like <laughs> flies straight off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what's caused my eyes to go funny. On Friday before last, I tried a Google Glass. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. No. Anyway. What the what the heck is that like? It wasn't really like, worth they're like pretty... fifteen hundred dollars, aren't they? Like, yeah, you so... can sort of actually just buy them now. Well, only in America, so but it turns out my boss is um well, my boss's fiance is American, and they had friends, and they managed to get one for uh-huh. him and ship it over. So I don't think you can technically buy one in Britain, but uh, they had a, a a sale or a period where you could buy them in America or something. So he managed to get one, uh, but it wasn't really working right. Like um, I could see the screen, and it was pretty cool, you know, seeing the mm. the image and stuff. But it wasn't properly working. Like um, it wasn't um. You're supposed to like tap the side to wake it up, and then I could talk to it, but it wasn't working right. Like uh, it wasn't accepting the command, so there must have been something going on wrong with it. But anyway, I at least got to see the screen, and and I managed to take one photo with it, or whatever, and that seemed to work. You know, it's still really dumb, but I mean, it is quite cool to actually see the holographic screen or whatever right in front of you. It is quite difficult, like knowing where to look while you're using it, because you can just yeah. be like staring straight at someone and not looking at them because you're actually looking at a screen, which is really creepy and weird. But yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. There must be something weird about, well, I'm kind of funny about eye contact at the best of times, but sort of like shifty eye movements. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's quite what weird. What are you looking at in the corner of the room? Are you not interested in me? Because you're sort of staring really into badly. The, exactly. You're just staring into middle distance pretty much, trying to trying to use it. And of course, it wasn't uh, working. So all you hear, all I heard across the office for like all morning was, okay, glass. Okay, glass. <laughs> Okay, glass. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's obviously why you can't vote in England because it doesn't have the accent software. <laughs> Might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have had more luck. I don't think he managed to pair it to an Android. I think he was trying to pair it to an iPhone at one point, which does work. Um, but obviously, you'd think an Android phone would be somewhat better, being as it's all mm. Google. Um, uh, yeah. Just trying to not not to look like a glass hole, pretty much. That's the, <laughs> that's the key thing. Anyway. Is is that a thing? 
Yeah, glass that's the thing. Glass hole is the, is the word. <laughs> the, the internet probably took about two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's quite good though. I quite like glass hole. It's a good one. It's it's almost as good as X Bone. <laughs> what they need to do now is describe because they have always said, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll think of something for people who actually wear glasses." Yeah, they had, yeah, they, they they did say that, right? I mean, you can yeah. get. I mean, they already announced they they've got like Ray Ban like consulting on making a cooler looking frame for it but i don't see why you can thousand dollars yeah exactly it would cost a fortune but yeah anyway i don't know if they'll make it a consumer device or i don't know know. yeah then someone needs to be convinced in google that it's going to have mass appeal and because everyone's so critical of it i guess yeah but the the, the key guys really love it don't they sergey and Mm. larry or whatever I suppose they would, wouldn't they? Unfortunately, because it's Google, they can't get bought by Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Or maybe they could. I mean, (laughs) hey, how much money does Facebook have? You know what? That's a pretty great segue. Yeah, I know it is. Facebook and Oculus news. That's why I was doing it. Spoof. Go on then, Zag. What's the news? Lay it it on us. (laughs) Zenimax are trying to sue Facebook for money, basically. Pretty much. (laughs) Because of John Carmack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they Zenimax claim that um, they are using code in Oculus Rift technology right now that Carmack wrote while he was at Zenimax or at ID. Um, yeah, which is probably probably true. Probably true. Mm. But then I I don't know. There must be something weird in there in the, like the contracts for this because. My understanding of of most you know of, con- of contract law for employers working in software has always been all right if you write some code but you use our equipment on which to do it we have ownership of that code yeah it's like if so in theory if you do it on your own time using nothing belonging to the company you're working for that code still belongs to you yeah I'm pretty and sure. I think that, but that again, that's my understanding of how it normally works in the UK. By the sounds of it, that's not how it normally works in the US. It sounds like, well, you work for us, therefore everything you do is ours, bitch. That's insane. How that sounds like contribute? the lines NMAX are taking. That makes it impossible well, I mean, to we... contribute to open source projects without because you would implicitly everything you wrote would be owned by whoever your yeah, employer was, exactly. and then it would not be possible to contribute to open source. Well, we don't really know about like maybe. Maybe John Carmack just did this, wrote this stuff on his work laptop at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't actually know. And I think he tweeted like he did say that he sort of agrees that some of the code at some point was, could theoretically have been Zenimax. Well, yeah, here's the thing, because he was working on VR. The reason why he got involved in Oculus in the first place is he was, he, he described in, as a toy project, um, his own, adventures in vr basically yeah. he was working yeah. on it before he got together with oculus um so perhaps some of what he wrote for his own projects has sort of filtered its way down into oculus i now, mean the reality is isn't it here's the they, weird thing though like if he just knew what it was and just rewrote it is that technically the same code you know <laughs> well that is the bigger problem then you've got, of, a big, then you've like, got any code copywriting where it's yeah. just like, i've just written the same thing again but in a different time in a different place <laughs> Then you're into IP infringement for code, which is a weird ass it's a bit weird of area. law. Yeah, I mean the reality is the only reason that Zenimax are doing this is because it's of the Facebook they got thing. 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's because they think they calculate they can squeeze some money out of Facebook, which they probably can. Um, but they wouldn't normally do this. Like they wouldn't have done this to Oculus. <laughs> they wouldn't normally do this, apart from they did it to like scrolls. So there's well, precedence for them doing it. No, no, no. It's, it's still not. A, yeah, it's when it's, when it's it still only because of money. But it's when it's not com- like they haven't done it before. It only happened. Well, Zenimax didn't, did they? Because yeah. that was Candy Crush. No, scrolls. As in scrolls, the mind oh. Mojang yes, versus of course. the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forget Bethesda's involved in that. Yeah, yeah. So Beth- Bethesda and Zenimax. Um, Zenimax, I think, are the owning. Yeah, they own the own Bethesda. Oh yeah, of course, because an idea are part of Bethesda. Yeah, right. That's right. And so are or Ed, um, Yeah, whoever makes Elder Scrolls. What they? What are they called? Just um, Bethesda, isn't it? No. Yeah, I don't know. You've you've been playing it recently. What? Well, it only says Bethesda in the new one. I think he like technically it's like Bethesda Softworks or something. Right, oh, yeah, that sounds it, right. Yeah, yeah. It's some first party studio for, for Bethesda. But yeah, so it's not like they haven't done the exact same thing before. Basically, where they were like, "Oh, we can see some money in this dumb, like incredibly tortuous logic of copyright infringement." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, Facebook can afford to pay them yeah, off. I mean, going, doesn't, that's yeah. just what's going to happen, clearly. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I read some ridiculous stat about um, how much money Candy Crush makes. It's like, I think it's a million a day. Yeah. Ju- just in free-to-play revenue. It's unbelievable. I don't know if it's that you, unbelievable. You see how, how many, many people do you think play it? Yeah, from people <laughs> trying to get you to play Candy Crush Saga on Facebook. So mm. it. But I mean, what are these people doing? Like, are they buying candies? Or I haven't even. I, I I'm it's, quite it's, ignorant. You buy uh, apparently Crush like extra credits. Did a sort of breakdown on on what they think is the the secret sauce in Candy Crush um, recently. And their theory is that the the bulk of the revenue comes from this idea that in order to complete a level, you have a limited number of moves. Yeah. But uh, obviously, when the game ends, it, you can see how many moves it could take to to finish the, finish the goal of the level. And so, one of the things they sell you is additional moves. Yeah. So you can be like, "I'm so close," and then people drop cash to. To just finish and see the yeah. the solution, which was because further extrapolating this, it's not like every level is fixed. Because the next time you load it up, it may have the same board and the same goal, but the actual colours of the candies on the screen will be randomised. Right. So it's like it's the same problem, but not. And so you can't just, uh, you know, if you want to get through the level using the solution you already know, it will cost you money. It's crazy. It's kind of evil, but yeah, it's evil. Yeah, sort of they're, genius they're, at the they're same British, time. aren't they? The Candy Crush people, and didn't they? Is that right? The and they yeah, I think they might be. Yeah, and they floated on the stock exchange the other day, and it didn't go. Oh, they're, they're, very well. No, because they valued themselves at some insanely high value, right? That's like right, billions maybe. or something, and then they floated, and it's like <laughs> no, no <you> retards. <laughs> yeah. Well. They're probably worth something, given they're making. Oh yeah, they, they, they are. <laughs> they're just a profit sponge at the moment. They're like how Zynga used to be. Used to be, yeah. But I mean, how long can it last? Mm. I mean, they've overtaken Farmville finally as like most popular Facebook game. <laughs> yeah, that's clear just from 
looking at Facebook that that farming yeah. is down and, and I don't and have anyone asking me to find their lost cows anymore. No, that <laughs> seems to have stopped. Whereas the the Candy Crush thing, yeah, because Candy Crush is like an actual game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, at least that's an improvement. Arguably. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, having never wanted to try and play it because of all the crap I receive on Facebook, <laughs> it's hard to put a, I suppose, an objective judgment on it. So mm. I just kind of hate the idea of it. <laughs> yep, naturally. Uh, yeah, so that all happened. That was kind of interesting. Cool. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies news. Yes. PC version comes out very shortly. Oh, interesting. Um, um, and they're... Int- oh, no, Origin. Uh, yeah, the Origin, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're introduced... They are finally introducing microtransactions, you know, because the game, as I mentioned before, the game's design kind of seems to have been built with that in mind. Yeah, sure. But they just didn't turn them on. Um, and the game works well enough with them not turned on. Um, so all they've said that they're going to do, and I don't really have a problem with this, is you could it can if you want spend real money to gain coins, and coins are the only currency in the game, so it's you know it's stuff you can earn, and with coins you still have to buy the random packs, so you're not using real money to buy specific things. It's just sort of a pay money if you want to unlock the random customizables faster, right? Which you know kind if like you really want to do that, in the, in yeah, two, exactly. Right? If you really want to do that, I do not have a problem with that. And it doesn't affect the balance for the rest of us. So, <coughs> whatever. Cool. So, like a, just, an, you know, PC a version, though. Kind um, of uh, <laughs> TF2 style uh, approach to microtransactions. Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted to bring that up because I'm sort of championing championing Plants vs. Zombies at the moment because I love it so much. Are you thinking <laughs> of uh, checking out the PC version? I mean, it's no real need, but. Well, I don't know. I'd probably, probably. It depends if you get, you know, like everything. Depends if you guys would be interested in playing it. You know, it's not something I want it, to. It, well, not that I. Again, I got given my copy, so it's not like I splurged for that either. <laughs> no, <But laughs> seems pretty nice on the Xbox. Though. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's great. Fun. It's pretty great. So if they Step put that it. in, when are they, When is that stuff going in? Or can you buy coins now on the Xbox One? Uh, no, it's not. It's not come out on X. All that stuff hasn't come out on Xbone yet. I think it's all going to come out at once when the PC version launches. So the PC oh, version cool. will launch with that stuff, I think. Makes sense. And then, and then presumably the patch for the Xbox can't be far behind. No uh, cross-platform uh, play. No. Okay, that makes sense. Although I don't well, think I don't it know, does it make sense because they could theoretically use because it's like Titanfall already uses the same servers in theory, but presumably oh, they have to run yeah, slightly different. Apparently, they don't use Azure to run PVZ servers. Yeah, right. Apparently, they use like whatever EA normally does because presumably they don't need they don't care as much <laughs> about they don't need as many and they don't care if it's if, how shitty it is yeah. potentially. I don't know. <laughs> but they are as far as I can tell, they are dedicated servers still, yeah. but apparently they're not part of the you know the, the Xbox Live the normal Xbox Live offering they're using all the SimCity servers that no one cares about any longer <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> if you've got to find a use for them because no one's using them any longer offline <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd be interested to see the stats on uh, on SimCity the moment the offline patch like dropped whether everyone who was mm. still playing it immediately went offline <laughs> just to spite everyone <laughs> We'll never know that, I'm sure. It's not something they'll ever want to 
No, no. that's true. Well, not until the, perhaps they're working on another SimCity game and they have like developer commentaries or whatever they're saying. Uh, these guys like and these guys might, maybe you'd hear a tidbit saying, "Well, people didn't really take to the online play." Man, that imagine working on the next SimCity. That would be like no pressure. Poison chalice there. Yeah, mm. Jesus. Well, in fairness, <laughs> could they make it any worse? Is it like guaranteed win? Because if they just make a <laughs> average SimCity game. It's still better it, than SimCity. It's quite hard to make an average SimCity game, though. I think that's the that's the what that you know. It's not like well, just another shooter or whatever. Trans- not transport taking. What's the other one? Industry giant. That's a, <laughs> that was that, that's, that's not really, is it? You mean like Cities XL? That was, XL that was the SimCity game. Yeah. I suppose Cities XL. Yeah, although I know very little about that. Or if that's just like. Not really a game. It's just like make a city. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. I guess like Tropico or something, maybe. I don't know. That's more like the settlers though, isn't it? I don't know. There's nothing really that's like SimCity. No. No one actually bothers trying to make actual simulations. As not that SimCity really succeeded in trying to do that, but they tried. Well I wonder yeah. if anyone like at least when SimCity four is about, I wonder if anyone sort of really thought well, you know, how can it really get much better than this? Well, it's because they, they, there's, there's no like. It's like a bit like why Roller Coaster Tycoon just got like reached its peak with like the first two games. Well, it's like and then got they, bad. Well, it's because they can't really. There's no like space for competition in that kind of thing. Where it's like SimCity, it's like a city simulator, and there's what no way you, you can't do? make a competing product because that's you're just. It's exactly the same, apart from maybe you've simulated it slightly differently. Yeah. What, what exactly? Or roller coaster tycoon. It's like you're not really. There's no. There's nothing you can do. There's or very few things you can do to make it actually different. Well, in fairness, roller coaster tycoon did do theme park, but different. Yeah, but they, they actually achieved theme park was like well old. I suppose. It's like that was. Well, then that... again, Roller Coaster Tycoon wasn't far off the theme park or whatever it was called, wasn't it? When they tried to 3Dify it all. Yeah, but that wasn't really. that When they tried to 3Dify it all, they didn't really do anything to the simulation. It was still like shitty theme park. Right. Just looked better, arguably. I remember really desperately trying to figure out how the bloody hell theme park worked on the Amiga. And, that, and, 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 that, course, and, and then eventually realizing this is a bloody terrible version of this game, like when you had the PC one. It's like. Yeah, the Amiga version of just really didn't work. And of course, it's not actually as complicated as it seemed at the time. No. <laughs> now that we can look back on it, it's like, oh, you just set, you just put loads of salt on the chips and then you charge tons of drinks. Yep. <laughs> and then you win. Problem solved. That's the only thing I really remember about Theme Park, was those two sliders or whatever. How difficult it was to build roller coasters. Well, yeah. It wasn't the roller coasters necessarily themselves. that. Well, it's just the construction tools were terrible for roller yeah. coasters, so it was actually kind of hard to build anything. Yeah, you only had that one kind, right? Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> the like orange that. kind. <laughs> that was where roller coaster tycoon really came into its own with all the different types of. Well, yeah, because basically they made building the roller coasters interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like all the other rides were just sort of, you know, fuck it, whatever. It's going to sit in a square and do its own thing. But when you're building a roller coaster, there was actually like challenge to building a type of coaster to fit your needs. Hmm. It was cool. Evil Land. <laughs> Black and green colour scheme throughout the entire park. 
<laughs> that was pretty good. I remember having a coaster <laughs> called the Pink Panther that was so that was so successful that I had to like, just save the design and just stamp it into every uh, park <laughs> that I built because I was like, I made this awesome coaster that made tons of money. Because usually you just go a bit far and it's a bit too extreme or something. Yeah. I, I had one called Accidents Will Happen. That was quite extreme. That made everyone throw <laughs> up. <laughs> Heard that Alton Towers was having some problems with some of its roller coasters. Like, a bit fell off the smiler. Okay. Like, one good. of the... Um, one of the, the, the... I don't know what you want to call them, but the sort of collections of wheels fell off one corner of a cart. <laughs> that's quite a bad one. Yeah. Sometimes nuts fall out of them and that's like, you know, that's regular maintenance problems. Yeah. It's like that, you know, that cluster of four wheels that grips around the track. Yeah. But yeah, apparently one of those fell off. But that's like really three bad. Three were okay. I might be exaggerating. I'm, this is like second-hand knowledge. I didn't read the actual article. I was told this, but... So I could be... <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So that could just be... I haven't verified... Yeah, I haven't verified my source. But... <laughs> That's what we're known for on the Salacast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. accurately. <laughs> yep, totally. Totally not theoretical news. Yeah. But, you know, no one was hurt. Nothing was wrong. The other three clusters held the carts on just fine. <laughs> I don't think that's a way. I wonder if that's actually, like, built into, like, the design of roller like Redundancy. Of, yeah, like, mm. what percentage redundancy is there on those kind of things? Like, if an entire one out of these four things falls off, it will still work. <laughs> I bet that's it, though, because if you lost one... Yeah, so, so. I imagine if you lost two, then yeah. it probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I've been on that roller coaster as well. It's a scary, slightly scary thing. It's not slightly scary... Like the whole concept of roller coasters even working at all is slightly scary. You don't have to worry about shit falling off them because that's just like... Well, no, but you don't really hear about shit falling off them very often. (laughs) It's like they're normally built pretty well. (laughs) Normally. At least from somewhere somewhere as big as Alton Towers. (laughs) They must get heavily used. Think how many people in the whole company must have been on that one coaster. They get heavily used. They have to be thoroughly checked every day. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, they have to have engineers on site every morning to, to check it over and run it a few times and all that stuff. So they do just take it like seriously. Just like Tycoon, where you did those little yeah. test runs and shit. Well, yeah, and then you just left them running for eternity. Yeah, of course. <laughs> did they get old in Rollercoaster Tycoon? Yeah, you had to repair them, didn't you? you had I didn't know if they, like, if they would like, have been built for ages, did they break down more often as yeah, they got they older? Yeah, that was the only effect, though. They didn't really get... Well, like, they, they didn't really get bits falling off. No. I think they got less popular when they were old as well, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's like, this has been here a while, like people would start saying. Maybe. In those thought bubble things. <laughs> Possibly. Because you couldn't you zone in on a person and get the English of what they were thinking? Yeah. Rather than the symbols. Well, they didn't really have symbols. Didn't they? No. Or did they? Or did they have? A, oh no, symbols was theme park. Thing, yeah, yeah, it? that's right. They just had little animations. Yeah. Damn, that game was cool. <laughs> and there's never going to be a decent iPad version, or whatever. What was his face? Because it was someone's roller coaster tycoon, wasn't it? Chris Sawyer. Chris Sawyer. Didn't have his name on it. It did, had my name on it. It did have Chris like a Sawyer's grill, name, didn't it? I don't think it did. Because like he was, in, he made the whole goddamn thing in. Yeah, assembly. but he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't put his name on things like the other famous people. Oh, like Sid Meier. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Because he was transport tycoon as well, right? Was he? Mm. I think so, yeah. Whereas railroad tycoon, that was Sid Meier. Yeah. It was also big. Tycoon. And then everyone just got a bit, like, tycoon game crazy. I suppose someone bought the brand, I suppose, at some point, and then everything after that was shit. I don't think someone bought the ba- brand. Oh, yeah. Finally, tycoon. I don't think there actually was a brand, which is why yeah. all the worst shit, because random people were just like, hmm. pizza tycoon! <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think Railroad Tycoon and, and Transport Tycoon, other than being, like, similar products, I think they were completely unrelated. Yeah. Um, obviously, Transport Tycoon took this concept and went a bit further and Someone must own it now, surely. What, the Tycoon? Tycoon brand. Somebody owns Transport Tycoon, obviously, and and Rodokai's Tycoon, but I don't know about the the totality of the Tycoon. I I don't think it exists, like Zach says. You'd think it would, wouldn't you? It's just something about the font they use, like especially on Zoo Tycoon, like the the really recent one. It looks like the same font almost that they used on Rollercoaster Tycoon, that sort of bubbly Mm. text. That, that was, was all kind of three D by the same it? studio, wasn't it? What Zoo Tycoon? Yeah. Well, I don't know about the one that's just come out on Next Bone. Yeah, I think that was still by the same people who made the original Zoo Tycoon. Oh, is it still not, hanging around? But not Rollercoaster Tycoon. I don't know what the what the link between yeah. older Zoo Tycoon. I don't know. It's just like you know the font. If I was just going visually similarity, <laughs> visual similarities only. Then. Agreed. Bullshit time over. Right, anyone got any more yeah, news? Yeah, that was some total news. <laughs> total news. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm um, ready. No, I haven't got a lay really. Cool, let's... let's oh, there's, a new, there's a new Pokemon game coming. <laughs> oh, but it's not a Pokemon game. Exactly what definition of Pokemon game are we talking about? It's, it's, it's Pokemon Art Studio. They're doing another one of those. Like, another one apparently there's been one before okay fair enough I didn't, I didn't know like, about it it's until not I just like it. Mario Paint <laughs> yeah that's no. what I was thinking Mario Paint but it's like a, it, they do try and teach they try and teach you how to draw the Pokemon and they go from like being tra- tra- you know pen dot things where you trace things to actually doing full on like right. art material shading and stuff like that on your 3DS yeah so it, it, seemed like, it seemed like more of a package than I anticipated but they have I don't know if it's the same company, but they have. There has been quite a few of those kind of things for the 3DS, like drawing yeah. programs. Yeah, probably would be the same guys, I guess. There was some apparent news oh, last tycoon. night. Yeah, exactly. There was some apparent news last night of of Infinity Ward and Neversoft have merged. Oh yeah, oh, really? Because what the fuck were men Neversoft even doing? So well, they've been <laughs> they've they've been just doing random extra stuff for the Call of Duty franchise. For years. Yep, so now they're just doing the Call of Duty regulars because they're part of the Infinity War. Well, that sort of makes sense. I guess Infinity War might have needed propping up for a while after they lost like a ton of their guys a few years back. Yep, so basically (laughs) neither of those companies are at all to do with the actual, you know, what you would... They're no longer... Infinity Ward are no longer Infinity Ward and Neversoft are no longer Neversoft. Yeah, Neversoft are no longer the people who made Tony Hawk or anything. But they're just called Infinity Ward now. Yeah. I did see the trailer for the new Call of Duty. Mm. Colour me intrigued again. God damn it. Ghost What's was definitely a called? shit year. Oh, this one's called Advanced Warfare. Uh, and so is this Treyarch? Then? No, this is Sledgehammer. This is the new the studio. Third, the third yeah. team. Oh, Get used to the free years. Again, I think Sledgehammer have been involved in a 
sort of helper role in Call of Duty before, but this is the first one that they've been working on solely. Um, yeah, and they're going very future tech on this one, oh, which cool. is, you know, obviously for advanced warfare, I guess. But, you know, given how much I liked Black Ops, the fact that they're doing something different again seems nice. Right. Just going balls out crazy with it this time. Like, even more future stuff. Let's just go for it. Well, they haven't They haven't just gone for it, though. That's trouble. They're not actually going to do Well, like... they're, they're sort of wearing exoskeletons this time. <laughs> yeah, but they're still not... They, they're not going to actually go to Space Marines. <laughs> Probably not, no. Because <laughs> then it wouldn't be Call of Duty. But there's energy <laughs> weapons now. It's not just bullet guns. What sort of energy weapons? Don't know. Lasers, I guess. Yeah, was that? Yeah, but like pew pew. But yeah, but then is it like bullshit lasers or is it like actual lasers? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. But like Halo style lasers or just like mm. or like more more Probably realistic like plasma guns or something. Yeah, is, it, is it actually going to be just like heat weaponry, basically? Yeah, I don't know. But you know, they did a. They've got Kevin Spacey on board as probably the bad guy. What? Great. Yeah. Why? Why would he do that? Because he's not doing a lot. Is well, and you know, Call of Duty has shit tons of money. Yeah, they maybe got, they just released that um, the Snoop Dogg Snoop pack. Dogg's I think we voice. talked about that before. But <laughs> holy cow, I want to see what that's like. That's that'll be the one reason I want. Like, I need to go to Kipper's house, <laughs> force him to buy it. Yeah, force him to buy it for his copy of Ghosts, and and then just laugh at it forever. Because Snoop Dogg. Because <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Obviously, smoke weed every day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, it's got to be the best. So, I kind of like that Cod Light have been doing with their DLC stuff. Like, play as the Predator. You know, just go stupid with it. <laughs> Makes it more interesting. And they got that. Play as the Predator. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you like just gone- super powerful? No, no, you're saying it's just a skin. skin. It's just a yeah, skin. Right. But That's lame. They are, at least they, but you know, at least they're going a bit bonkers with with stuff this time round. That's not bonkers. That's compared to what they normally do. It is. Oh, I don't. Know. I don't know. Like, presumably, presumably even but, though I can't imagine who who is making the money from that, but the predator must have just been like a cash, you know, a time. To, to give what? someone, yeah, I was like, who would, who even owns the Predator as a, as a like IP? At least <laughs> but, Scott, I don't know. some film studio, I presume. Yeah, presumably. Got free, but then so you know, obviously Snoop Dogg wants money, so <laughs> that's where the time comes there. <laughs> Snoop Dogg seems a bit desperate at the moment if he's doing money supermarket ads. <laughs> that's true. That is really weird. I don't. You're oh, so money supermarket. <laughs> He needs money to spend on weed, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Dem hoes aren't going to feed themselves. <laughs> I guess he's, he must be thinking that like no one in America will care if he does. No, probably not. Money supermarket adverts in Britain, so he can like do all the embarrassing things here. He then, needs to go to like Japan then. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the classic true. market for ridiculous <laughs> TV adverts. <laughs> that is true. That works. Yeah. I think David Beckham might have a lock on that place, though. <laughs> so uh, that Friends episode where Jerry is trying to sell Ichiban male lipstick. Blue. Ichiban. Ichiban. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so that's the end of news, I guess. That's the end of news. That's, so, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. so we move on to what you've been playing. Uh, who wants to go first this week? Silence. <laughs> Nobody. I was just going to hold on to that. See, see who reacts. <laughs> I'm calling on Zach. Uh, okay. What you've been playing, man? Well, the previous week. Previously yeah. on the previous previously week, on the sidecar. So this week. Yes, two weeks ago. Was, a, no was another one of those weird weeks where I didn't really want to play anything somehow. But I kept thinking I wanted. It was really really annoying. I had one of those moments where I was just like, I really want to play something but i don't fucking i can't find the thing that fits this hole uh yeah i hate that feeling <laughs> whereas like i want to play something that's sort of like sim city but it's not sim city so what the fuck is it <laughs> hmm. sim farm <laughs> yeah exactly but i never actually did get around to play any anything that else that might have filled that hole <laughs> so i just had a really awkward week where nothing felt like a like i wanted to really do it I hate that because I don't get it for the length of time you do. It's normally like I like on a weekday or something after work or something, and I'm sat there again. And I, I, right, I can't be asked to do any video work for the Zergast right now. I can't be asked to like tag up the podcast properly, right? Because <laughs> I've got <laughs> let's just talk about all the things Rob not doing for this I know, website. I know. I can't be asked to like work on some music or something right because i went for a small phase of getting back into that <laughs> well it's only because you got your old files and then you had them yeah i had, a, bit, I had a few ideas yeah. re-inspiration and then cool. they all went yeah um, definitely so then anyway so i have moments where i'm like i can't be asked to do any of that there's probably some things i should be doing like i don't know maintenance or paperwork or something <laughs> keeping my life in order yeah i can't be asked to do any of that shit i need to play a game but i don't know what the fuck i want to play so then i end up sitting there just sort of go Eh? Yeah. Eh, what do I want to? What do I actually want to do with myself? And then, like, I spend like half an hour just staring at Steam or something, while Gnome is like going, "Are you going to do something? Yeah, you I mean, can have the television if you want." And it's like, I don't know. It sucks. Help me. <laughs> Too much choice. I need sort of hashtag first world problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was. So what I actually did during that week. Well, I was still playing Bravely Default, still. Of course. We're still fucking talking about that game. No, no. Yeah. Mainly because, well, <laughs> the warranty is about to expire on my 3DS, and I still haven't got around to sending it back to fix the other speaker. Mm. So I'm like, so I had this idea that maybe I could just make a push and finish Bravely, Bravely Default before I had to send the 3DS away. Not that it t- took very long. It only took like less than a week to <laughs> come back last time. And that was a much more complicated problem than just a broken speaker. Mm. Well, apart from it was really just a broken camera, I guess. But <laughs> they had to test it to work out exactly what was wrong with it because it was a bit of a weird problem. But yeah, so I had this idea that I might finish Brave Default before then, but I don't think I'm going to because it still takes quite a long... Still you a just, lot of that game left. This is just purely out of you're slightly worried that they'll have to... Or send you a refurb or something. Well, no, because I've got broken default on an actual cartridge, so it's not even like. Oh, so it saves on the cartridge. <laughs> oh, even on cartridge versions of the game, it's still saving on the cartridge. Yeah, that's all right. So yeah, well, it's not really any. There's no reason apart from I just wanted to, you know, get it done before this week where I won't have it at all. I suppose. Mm, well, in case you lose, in case I forget or something, or lose momentum. Yeah. Do what I do with RPGs, <laughs> and I'm right near the end in, in theory. Because I finally got through World 4. <laughs> that whole bit of game just sounds rough. Well, it got more interesting than World 4 because World 4 was the one where they actually remixed all the bosses, where it was just like, you basic, you're basically fighting three bosses at a time in different combinations. 
and it's actually that although as i was talking about last time we were talking about yeah. on the podcast how do you manage like to get that, past that guy or that three well, guys or whatever it's it was. like that 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 first one that i was having trouble with it turned out i was on the right track basically because I did the thing that I suggested where I just, to, in order to prevent that guy exploding and killing everyone, I did just have to heal him. So he was, <laughs> I just kept healing him while I was fighting the other two off. Right. Until they were both dead and then it was safe to allow him to explode. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I was on the right track with that. But then that was like, that was by far the hardest set of bosses from World War. The rest of the life pretty much just breezed through, more or less, using my same tactic, the counter tactic. <laughs> I gotta admit, I do kind of find the, the the puzzle element of some of these fights does does still still sound cool. Yeah. Although I'm not sure I'd have the patience for figuring it out, but you know. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm. There seems to be even fewer like side quest markers in World Five. At least, well, maybe they might because sometimes you'll get a side quest marker where there's actually like two in the same place or whatever. So mm. they've probably reused all the bosses again, like they did in World Four, I imagine, just in a different order. So yeah, only one more world to go, supposedly, and then an actual final boss, probably, or another whole sequence. Well, there might stuff. yeah, there yeah. might be like one more dungeon or something. Does that put you on like last chapter or something? Then yeah, apparently <laughs> chapter eight. So yeah, it's a long game though. It's a bloody long game. Yeah, it is, and I'm still not like fully leveled on jobs or experience points or whatever. Mm. I could theoretically grind it out a bit more if I wanted. I haven't got. I'm like on the I'm on the last level. There's only one job that I haven't seen all of the things you can get from, and I'm on the last level of that job. As in, like I've leveled up each of the jobs on at least one character to maximum, apart from this last one. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I don't expect it'll be anything interesting. It doesn't look like it's going to be. That the, that last job is a bit boring. <laughs> so yeah, get through that. Um, and the other reason I kind of wanted to get that out of the way is because well, during that time when I was thinking about like what the fuck do I want to play one of the things that I thought about playing because I was like yeah I could go for that again I wanted to go back to the fucking Pokemon Mystery Dungeon again because I was like yeah that game's awesome Okay. but then I was like no I can't my DS is committed to getting through Rainbow Default I must finish this before I fucking start playing that yeah. game again that's another like 20 yeah, or 30 if you, hours if you, if you pick up this device this is what you must do <laughs> yeah. okay so you stuck Sorry. to Bravely Default? Yeah, I just about managed to... Oh, but then the other thing I did on the 3DS, which is actually new, new was like I played the demo of the Mario Golf. Yeah, I saw oh, yeah. you showed me that. It, yeah. looks, it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's like... It's, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's Mario Golf. It's just another Mario Golf game, yeah. really. Well, nothing truly changed, but... That's not it's, necessarily a bad thing. It's a proper yeah. Camelot game, right? A proper Mario Golf. Yeah, although the demo doesn't show you any of that. <laughs> It's just like, play some holes. Hmm. It'll have a dumb RPG aspect to it, where you oh, will like, it? buy your equipment or whatever and improve your stats. Hmm. And that worked well enough in the GBA one, and uh, not GBA, Game Boy, <laughs> even older yeah, than that. Yeah, it was GBC, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That was amazing, that, that, and that 2D golf, the Mario Golf on the GBC. Yep, it was pretty awesome. It's a great it game. The, uh... Well, yeah, that and the and the Mario Tennis GBC games were pretty awesome. Yeah, but it's a shame none of the RPG one. elements at the time made it to the console versions. No, but. exactly. 
put that in that little bag. Mm. Well, I thought yes. they did that uh, you could get characters in. in yeah, you could transfer. transfer. Yeah, you, using could, the... you could use the fucking Nintendo 64 transfer pack or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Plug the goddamn Game Boy cartridge into it and then transfer your characters into... Well, not actually your characters, because it was just... That's I don't right. Think characters. Uh, yeah, I don't think it brought those stats. Because I, really. I obviously had that thing because my brother had the Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, yeah, so he, he had the transfer thingy. Um, and someone did it at some point to my copy of Mario Tennis. Yeah. Um, so you have those so characters I, on Yeah, box. I have those two two weird guys. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember. They presumably took the names of whoever was using it. So I don't know about that. Mm. It might just be their generic name. Phil. <laughs> I don't know, for some reason the name Phil is springing to mind. Okay. I remember sitting and watching like basically the entire Masters with my parents and I was just playing Mario Golf Game Boy Color. <laughs> you weren't really watching Masters. <laughs> I wasn't really watching at all. Yeah, but every time you played a shot, were you hearing some uh, Dave Brubeck in your head? Uh, I think that was before that. So yeah, that was that. And then I'm trying to remember the things that I've actually been playing apart from the one main thing. I mean, I've also played like bits and pieces of Guild Wars. Nothing's actually happening in Guild Wars. I was just, well, I finished off my of last month's monthlies because I was like, I had, I got most of the way through that and I was like, yep, I can actually finish that finally, get my reward for another month and then probably not do this month. Although this month might be actually easier because the categories for the monthlies, I can't remember what it is because normally I do like jumping puzzles as one of the four monthly categories just because that's easy. You just go to the jumping puzzles. You go to the easy jumping puzzles, the ones that you know how to do. Mm. Or more importantly, you could do the ones in the fucking Silvari Forest where there's the spiral which leads directly into the stupid dark old uh, yeah. and those count as two separate jumping puzzles. Mm. <laughs> so that gets you two immediately and that's quite an easy set. So yeah, I maybe probably won't bother unless something actually happens in Guild Wars because they're oh they're taking their break. Yeah, after the living story. Well, it makes sense after how much they were churning out before. Well, yeah, they're probably preparing what the hell they're going to do for the next. <laughs> it's like everyone was, well, not everyone. Like quite a lot of people were saying, just like you don't have to churn it out quite so quick. Mm. Maybe we could have like monthly updates, <laughs> and that would probably be okay. Well, if, especially for people like me who don't, aren't, aren't in it so often. <laughs> yeah. It's like, although maybe people were just saying that because they were like, or maybe they're grinding the loot so much. Yeah, a bit fatigued. <laughs> they were growing the loot so much, and they were like, "Just leave it on this one where we're getting tons of loot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just carry on doing this for another two weeks. <laughs> that can work." <laughs> and then uh, in the category of things that I jumped into randomly for not very long and there's not much to say about. There's some more Team Fortress, which I've been finding... This is going to sound incredibly unlikely for my Team Fortress, but mm-hmm. I've been finding it almost slightly boring. Really? <laughs> really? I think it's just because I've been playing on, like, shitty... Well, I've been playing on Valve servers because, obviously, there's not as much population as yeah, there is. Yeah, none, so none, none no. of the servers we used to well, populate tend to... They're either empty or they're full, and yeah. I'm I'm, to not, I'm not patient enough to wait for space. <laughs> so I'm just mm. like, fuck it, I'll just go to one of these goddamn houses with like 19 people in. That's good enough. Mm. But then the trouble is, like, maybe it's just because the, or maybe it's still like this in the in the servers we normally play in as well. But it's just like no one's good any longer. 
The teams are always terrible and they're always horribly balanced and it scrambles every goddamn round because no one can, because it can't work out how to balance the teams correctly. Well, there was always something about the hilarity of playing at Hampshire Heavies, wasn't there? Like the the talkers. Well, yeah. And they were quite hardcore, really. Yeah, they were pretty hardcore and you got, you know, the actual challenge. The regulars would always talk to each other over the public chat. It was was just a pretty. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) That was a pretty cool place to be, but. But yeah, so I, just like going on to these random valve servers, and it's like, oh, and well, some people have bad pings, but I wouldn't say that's actually a problem. I don't really notice it that much. Apart from one guy where I was like, Jesus, he's laggy, and I look at his ping, and it's perfectly fine, <laughs> compared to these other people who have like 200, and I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> Am I laggy? But no, he was just weird. Something weird about his connection, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, it's, I, I know not a lot has changed, but now just the fact that you're talking about Team Fortress is making me want to play Team yeah, Fortress. Yeah, I know, totally. That's what happens to me every time. <laughs> as soon as I think about How Fortress, does this I'm game like, still shit. have this control over me? Like, someone just talks about it and it's like, I really want to play Team Fortress. It's super awesome. Huh. But yeah. But after like, how bloody long has it been now? So long. So but, long. But so I think my problem with these servers and why I've been finding it slightly boring in some cases, apart from... Well, it's because... Because of the way the shit teams are shit and always really badly balanced, and yeah. like, and you don't get people playing the classes that people need played. Yeah, I mean medics. Oh, like, bloody yeah, there's, there's such a lack of medics. Like last few times we've played, and it's like, oh, I better fucking go medic. Yeah, again, well, well, I never go medic, even if there's no medics. I'm just like, fuck that. Oh, I'm I, not I, fucking playing. Medic. The problem is, is I'm not a bad medic. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but it's not that I enjoy it that much compared no. to shooting stuff. <laughs> I don't want to play Medic, even though I'm okay at playing Medic. But yeah, so my problem, I think my problem is that because because of the shitty team balance, I can't play the castles I actually like playing. It's like, I only really like playing Scout and, and Bow Sniper, but I haven't played Bow Sniper for fucking, for ages, no, because in know. order to play Bow Sniper, you kind of need a sort of reasonably decent team, because you need to sort of, you need a shield, basically. You need mm. to move with people. You can't be on your own where well, you can, but it's not very effective. I don't really have a thing anymore in Team Fortress because like the last few times we've played, I've just been mixing it up so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a role. But the problem is uh, that means I'm sort of equally shit. As yeah, everyone. exactly. And then it's like I can't play Scout because inevitably there's four goddamn Scouts already because fucking no one knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> 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 Somehow always have a Scout. So like, what I've mostly been playing is just tons of goddamn Pyro. And it's like Pyro's just always fun, though. Well, even on bad teams, it's Pyro's just kind of. Well, hard. yeah. I mean, it's like it's the class I go to because it's the generic class that I can always reliably. It's like it just fits in with regardless of what everyone else is playing. Pretty much, I can yeah. always play Pyro, but it's just like <laughs> and because I'm slightly because I'm slightly good, and you know, you're getting these these terrible valves where people are bad. Modesty. Yep. So I said slightly. <laughs> <laughs> because these people are terrible and I'm awesome. <laughs> it's just like it becomes sort of like too easy when it's just like and I'm playing the the weird way I play Pyro with like the quick switching where all I'm doing is like air blasting people in the air and then switching to the shotgun to mini crit them all the time. Mm. And it's just like this really shouldn't be working this well. <laughs> and I'm just like totally destroying everyone. <laughs> I don't remember that ever really working that well. well like, you know, it's sort of, you know, blowing someone into a corner and then fire axing them, obviously. Yeah, that was the classic one. Yeah. yeah. But the shotgun one, that shouldn't work. People should be sort of aware that that's coming or at least fight back. And... Well, it's hard. I guess it is hard to do anything about, really. Yeah, I guess. But... <laughs> that's that's the trick to that thing. 
it's not quite as fast as the fire axe, but it gives you more flexibility to like have at least some range mm. in some cases. But yeah, so it's just like when I'm doing that and I'm like, why is this so easy? <laughs> it's not actually difficult to do this at all. I don't know, I always found like it was tricky to get the the pushback to sometimes give him enough height to actually whip out the shotgun fast enough. It doesn't really matter in most cases because like, you get one shot and that's enough mm. a lot of the time. And, the, and of course, because it's Team Fortress, it can be quite kind of like lenient on what counts as being in the air. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> you'll find like you'll bump people and they'll like hit stairs and they won't actually be in the air, but because they're still like on a slope, it like fucks up the registration and then it still counts even though they look like they're on the floor. Right, yeah. I've had problems with that. Yeah, that shotgun, whatever it's called. Yeah. Reserve shooter, yeah. is it? Yeah. Where that's had that effect. Even even on people where there's just a flat surface. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like pretty it's, sure it's, I've mini critted like just kept like repeatedly against someone just what running. Yeah. But and it's just like I don't know. It just seemed to be I seem to do really well with it, but it's not as fun. Well yeah, because <laughs> you, like, you don't want to just walk it all the time, surely. Well I I wouldn't it's just like I don't like necessarily playing that class as much as some of the other classes. Mm. Those two other classes that I like playing. <laughs> but yeah, it gives me quite some ridiculous score occasionally. Mm. Where it's just like, I've got twice as much score as the second person on our team because what the fuck is everyone else on this server doing, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Team Fortress for you. Can you be playing in that and like waiting on the heavies or whatever? Yeah, you could technically, you can. but... Yeah not like the UKCS servers where they have their dumbass reserve slot system so you can't use the auto yeah, join. it's pretty annoying. Fuck that. That is pretty annoying. Dual <laughs> Yeah, it's the old thing goes. <laughs> so yeah, that was Team Fortress and then another thing that I didn't play very much of was Titanfall because I only got into that like once because that's another game where I was just like, I don't, I don't know why but with Titanfall I feel like I have to play it in like this very small window of time in the evening where I'm where I think like I'm not going to be playing against the super hardcore people because this will be like when the most number of people will be at home right. like all the school kids and all the adults who are doing this in their evening will be at home so it will be the most widely ranged amount of skills this will be the most fun yeah so I'm not going to get all the super hard but I don't know why I'm even worried about that because it's not like I'm doing shit or anything <laughs> it's not like I'm having a terrible time of it most of the time I got a confession of it. I haven't played Titanfall. I haven't played a touch of it. <laughs> because my go to is Plants vs. Zombies <laughs> for that right now. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I think the draw of the like right, this is moving on to what I've been playing a little, I suppose, little. but the the draw of the card system in PvZ, the endless unlocks. And this comes back to exactly what you were saying about the numbers going up. And like, what I was saying about the dumb the, way Titanfall unlocks resets. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, PVZ's card system and it's infinite random. Well, not infinite, but you know, it's going to take so long to get any percentage of that set of stuff. It just keeps you coming back. It's just like, <laughs> I want more stuff. Mm. I need to play more games to get more coins to earn more stuff. <laughs> it works. Okay, good. And unfortunately, that beats titanfall for me like just that draw it doesn't even maybe that's the terrible indictment of how i play games like not necessarily well no because i play games like because i i sort of have to concede that titanfall is the better game (laughs) right but but at the same time i want to play plants vs zombies more than i want to play titanfall and that that's kind of weird because of the weird loot 
or whatever. Just be- yeah, just because of the feedback loop. I guess that's why we were so up on Rogue Legacy as well. There were probably like better games, but I don't think that had a very strong feedback loop. Really, oh, I don't know. You, you sort of like there is you're always improving every run, and well, yeah, that's sort of a different thing though. The roguelike feedback loop, <laughs> yeah. like dying, but you're like force. It's like forcing you to do better because not just because you are doing better for out know, of skill, but because you're leveling your character, so you do better because of that as well. And it's yeah. I don't know. You're just always doing better in that game. <laughs> in theory, yes. Well, yeah, okay, not always. But... <laughs> so, yeah, I only played a small amount of time for, and I don't think anything interesting was going on, really. They they, the, they said there was another patch, and then I was like, patch notes? But I couldn't find them. So, so What's going so, on with the servers in that game? They patched something in, didn't they? Or... They, had a, they had a moment of trouble a few weeks ago where they were... Um, I didn't see this firsthand because I wasn't playing it, but they were, you know, the the, the joystick of uh, the joystick joystick mm-hmm. have been running. A, um, they ran it for a few weeks. Where it's like, here's, here's the state of Titanfall like after launch because you know it so relies on its online services. Right. Yeah. They were sort of trying. They were trying this as an experiment for like how they do reviews of games of that type. Oh, right. Like you know, let's keep this keep this running for a few weeks. Um, and there was one week where they marked it as eh. <laughs> because things started to, like connecting to matches and stuff was all very dodgy for a while. I think it was when they were trying to transition to the the new matchmaking system. Well, things, I mean, things went a bit funny for a while. That was the thing that happened when I was first trying that, where it's like it seemed to take a really long time the first few times to actually find matches when you were doing that new matchmaking yeah. thing. I got to admit, I haven't had. I, I did have problems. You know, I talked about my network issues before. Yeah, but I haven't had too many problems since I figured out how to correctly DMZ my xbox right. and fix its ip address and stuff i really shouldn't be saying this on air no i'm just gonna get totally hacked now <laughs> change the ip change the ip um, but you know once i figured out how that happened my exponent has been happier and it's all been all right yeah i haven't seen any like it hasn't been taking nearly as long since they made that like the v matchmaking since they took it from being yeah, I just to t- actually what I just, it is now because i just took uh, yeah i've done it once i think since it went into real the, you know actually how it's done but when it was in beta it just wasn't fucking working for me at all yeah it was really slow but it seems to work fine and then like there was the patch where they did like now you can make private servers for yay <laughs> i'm not sure who i guess we don't have enough people that we know playing yeah, no we don't have enough of a crew do we to put one of those together so, yeah we don't have a clan no I don't think people really have clans in Titanfall, do they? I don't yeah, know. Well, they haven't, I they don't haven't think really baked it like into a, like no. You know, COD COD actually has the ability to set clan tags. Oh yeah, that's like something that. they suggested was coming for Titanfall. Like, hey, you can have emblems. It's time to make your stupid goddamn icons. How many penises can you make out of vinyls? How many goddamn weed leaves? All <laughs> yeah. over the goddamn place. <laughs> yeah. There's a shit ton of them in COD. <laughs> I want. <laughs> Oh man, that's so, COD is so stupid. But yeah, <laughs> but I wonder how much how much will they patch into Titanfall, and how much will they leave for like the sequel, like, question, in terms yeah. of functionality? Because it obviously launched like uh, almost minimum viable product in a way, wasn't it? Like yeah. really, really um, streamlined. Or well, we're uh, not far away, like maybe a week or two before the first DLC comes out. Yeah. How much are they charging for that? I'm sorry. Uh, don't know. The season pass is twenty quid. 
on oh, Xbox. So bad. And that's that will get you three the next three DLC packs. And I think they've said there's going to be a minimum of three new maps per pack. Mm. That's probably the only guarantee they ha- you have right now as to what you're getting. Nine maps? That's like doubling the map count, isn't it? How many maps? Yeah. <laughs> Nearly. There's like 14 or 15, isn't there? In the- yeah. I'm sort of tempted, but then I'm not playing it. So I'm. <laughs> it would seem like a dumb investment right now. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Cool. <laughs> hmm. So that's that. And then the thing that I actually played this week, more than the weird week, is I started playing Skyrim because we said I was going to, or you said I you did. might, and then I yeah. was like, yeah, I, I was thinking about it, and then I actually did. Do you start again? Yeah, I basically I deleted everything because I still had it backed up, and I was like, mm. oh, that's got like some, that had a few little mods in and not really any, not anything big but they were like through the scene workshop and i was like oh i can't i can't remember what these were or how they worked so i better delete them all so i basically unsubscribed from everything in the scene workshop and deleted everything and then i went on the quest to like mod skyrim to be awesome so i was like so so what i basically did was i went to google and i was like i'm just gonna google for best skyrim mods (laughs) yeah and see what comes up and then, so what? There's it, a ton of weird YouTube channels about that stuff. Well, yeah, there is. Well, I've stumbled upon some stuff I want to unsee. <laughs> but what I actually found was like practically one of the earliest like results on that Google search. There was basically someone's blog, and it was dated in 2014. And I was like, well, that must mean these mods are recent enough that these should all work. And I won't have to fuck around for ages <laughs> for finding like broken ass mods that have been updated forever. So I went through that. I basically went down that page. It was like. It was a ridiculously long list. There's like 30 or 40 mods in this list. And it took fucking forever. Hmm. <laughs> I spent like five goddamn hours just trying to install all these different mods. Do you install them all then? Or, or well, not trying to pick them? Or, or Yeah, well, this list had like... I could, I could easily sort of like, just from the descriptions and like generally the layout of this list, I could easily work out which ones were the actually important ones. So it was like, by the time I was getting down to the bottom of the list, I was like, well, I don't really care about cloaks. <laughs> and I don't really necessarily need to install the patches for magic because it's not like I'm going to use magic when I'm playing. So I can mostly ignore that and, you know, that kind of thing. So I filtered out some of them. But yeah, I went through and did all this, this huge file. And the main problem with it is it's just like, some of the mods get kind of ridiculous because it's just like you're sta- you're stacking like mod wrappers on top of other mod wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've got like you have the base game of Skyrim, and then in order to do most of like like the the UI mods that make the actual UI usable <laughs> rather than <laughs> yeah. terrible like it used to be, those need like <laughs> the, the the script extender. So you have to run that, which is like a separate EXE that taps onto the onto the normal one. Hmm. So it's like now I'm, now you're running the script extender, so you can run the advanced scripts. But then like there was another mod that does. Uh, like advanced lighting and volumetric fo- fog and stuff, mm. and that's its own like launcher. So you have to point that launcher to the script extender exe, which then runs the actual exe. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was like, "Well, this is getting stupid." But then beyond that, there's not like there's an even more ridiculous like mod, which is which is basically a DirectX hook. <laughs> so it like does like graphical enhancements at like the rendering stage instead oh, of even in the game engine, and so you have to like. You've installed that, but that's sort of running like 
I suppose it's parallel like when we were doing the generations mods and they changed the whole render pipeline. Yeah, it's just like it's running weirdly in parallel, but it has like in the game it has its own overlay. So it's just like this massive pile of weird like mods running other mods <laughs> to get mods to work. And then I did that, and then I played the game, and I was like. I can't remember how bad this looked before, so this was mostly pointless. <laughs> it probably looks awesome, but I can't really remember, so I don't know. <laughs> Does it still do that thing where like waterfalls are static at like close range and then suddenly go into, oh, I'm moving now? Well, it wasn't that close range, but I know what you mean. It was, it was super noticeable. It was pretty close. Yeah. I think they're better now. They're still not perfect, but you could, they animate from further away and they look a bit more like water when they're further away mm. rather than just big white blocks. So yeah, I played quite a bit of that, just running around, leveling up a character again, and doing the stupid, doing the goddamn stupid stealth, where occasionally I start thinking like, maybe I could, maybe I could play like a thief game or something because this is like you know stealth and like murdering dudes and backstabbing and that kind of stuff. But then I realize, then I like shortly after that, I always re- suddenly realize that the only reason I like doing the stealth in Skyrim is because it's so incredibly broken. It's, <laughs> it's not actually like stealth at all. I haven't seen a lot of it, but the stuff you showed me, yeah, it's just kind of dumb. <laughs> like, you crouch right next to them, sort of in front of them half of the time. Well, it's like, I'm only at... Uh, I, once you get to, like, level 70 to 80 in sneaking, which I got to very quickly because I was just sneaking everywhere, of course, because that's mm. how skills level up in Skyrim. Yep. <laughs> as long as you're using them, it goes up. But once you get to, like, level 70 or 80, you're practically invisible if you're not moving, which is really dumb. Because you'll, like, you'll move, and then someone will turn around, and you'll be like, oh, no, I'm in their line of sight. And then they'll walk literally right in front of you, and they still can't see you. <laughs> and the only and the only way they realize you're there is when they try and walk through you, and they bump into you. <laughs> it's like, that is so dumb. I mean, it's pretty dark in this game, but it's not that dark. <laughs> yeah, they went a bit far with some of the skills. So yeah, being like super stealthy in Skyrim is hilariously dumb, but pretty entertaining in its own way. <laughs> and also, you still use like that hilarious did... like the the first bow when you're in stealth does like f- f- quadruple damage or something. So you just well, it's only it. like six times damage for the bow. What you actually want is the dag. No, it's only four times damage for bows because what yeah. you actually want to use is the daggers. Because the bows is fine for like weak enemies, you can easily just snipe them all from stealth because you do so much damage with bows anyway. Yeah. But once you get once you go up the sneak skill perk tree and you get to like you get a you get an early one where it's like you get double I think it's just like generic double damage for all weapons. Then you then the next one up is bows do four times. But then there's like the the peak of that sort of line of weapon damage is you get daggers do fifteen times damage from back from stealth. Mm. So you just basically creep up behind people and go black and just instantly murder everyone, which is super hilarious. And it has like the ridiculous neck stabbing animation that where it does for the kill cams occasionally, <laughs> or most of the time, which is pretty funny. But the trouble with that is another reason why where I where where they didn't really go far enough with their stealth mechanics to make it, like, actually good. is <laughs> because a lot of the time, you'll grab someone and you'll, like, do the ridiculous neck-cutting animation, and they'll still play a death sound no. <laughs> And then you'll just, like, let their body collapse to the floor, and their weapon will go clanking across the ground, and no one fucking notices <laughs> all this ridiculous noise that just happened. That's the same with most stealth games and burners. Well, not really. It's like when, yeah. when you actually do stealth kills, quite a lot of the time you try not to make a ridiculously loud amount of noise. Oh, you I try and muffle them. I don't know. Things like Assassin's Creed still like, are a bit funny about that stuff. You, know, you can dive in from a rooftop, and as long as no one's looking at you, it doesn't matter how much noise you're making. 
Well, Unless yeah. you use one of the bombs that are specifically designed to make noise. I guess. But, it, it, you know, it's because that, like, the backstabbing animation and, like, well, actually all attacks, even if it doesn't go into the animation, are basically considered to be silence if, if you're in stealth. Even if you do a power attack and your character goes, Rah! <laughs> that doesn't make any noise. It's like I was trying to sneak up on a dragon because there was just a dragon sitting like on top of a big monument, and I was like, I can totally get a stealth attack on this dragon and take off most of its health if I can just get off and dagger it. Mm. So I was trying to do that, but it turned out it was sitting too high up for me to actually reach any part of it. So I was trying to like climb up the wall, climb up these bits of ruins to try and see if I could get an angle to stab any part of this <laughs> dragon while I was still in stealth, going as I'm waving my dagger at it. <laughs> of course, it doesn't notice. <laughs> And then in the end, I was like, no, I can't get it. Well, I'll just shoot it in the ass with an arrow and do some amount of damage. <laughs> so how do you fight the dragons that are, like, wheeling around you with the stealth stuff? You don't. Like, you just you shoot don't. arrows at them until they land, and then you just fight them normally. Right, okay. So you can't, like, utilize your 15 times damage against dragons. Well, apart from in certain rare cases like that dragon sitting on the statue, that one I couldn't, but there are other places where they will sit on a statue, and then because their tail, like, sticks out behind them, you can climb up a ledge behind them and get get a sneak attack on it. (laughs) Awesome. And there are places in the world where dragons just, like, sleep, not even on a monument or whatever, just, like, in easy access, just Mm. sneak up on them and stab them. But that's dumb. As is most of the stealth. So yeah, that was pretty funny. Just wandering around, stealth killing everything. And it gets, yeah, I mean, as I was saying about those, like the stealth kills being completely silent, it can be. There was one time where there's two bandits standing sort of next to each other, like they're, I don't know, a few feet apart, and they're both looking into this room. And I can't find one of them. Backstab him. And it's like he collapses forwards, his body falls into line of sight of the other bandit. The other bandit walks over and is like, What the fuck happened? As I'm still crouching there behind where the other bandit was, and I'm just like, Sidestep, stand like guys well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they're so unperceptive when, you're, when you've got high stealth. Oh, and also if you put the muffle spell, it's like, I, as soon as I got any, any pair of boots that have the mufflings enchantment on them, I was just like, well, now every bit of armor that I ever wear, the boots are always going to have the muffling enchantment because that just makes your makes your movement completely silent. Oh, <laughs> so they don't even notice when you're sneaking up on them, and then you pickpocket all their stuff as well and level up your pickpocketing skill, get all the points, get all the points, and of course, blacksmithing dagger, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. dagger, dagger. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come up. Of course, it was because the. Blacksmithing installed up. I probably should have installed a patch for that, really. That's one of the things I could have patched, and it would have made it better. Dagger, 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 dagger. <laughs> you can't just churn that has some kind of decreasing returns. Well, and... or, or just a more logical, like, progression. Or, like, maybe a rebalance, so, like, making better... Making things larger than a dagger gives you more experience, maybe. Yeah. Instead of it being... Is it a fixed amount of experience per item, then? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah. It's not that they just got the curve wrong on how it's experienced, but well, it's because the daggers use the least resources, so you can make the most of them, and mm. it's not balanced to correctly account for that, really. So yeah, just shit out a ton of daggers. <laughs> but then, then I also realised that why you should also be doing is like you can actually also use that to improve your enchanting. It's like you can you can make a whole shit ton of shitty daggers. <laughs> just going dagger, 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 dagger. 
but then you can take those to your enchanting table and just enchant the wall with shitty enchantments to level up your enchanting because that works in the same way. My uh, mind is just stuck on the concept of shitting daggers. Uh, shitting out a shit tongue of daggers, yeah. <laughs> shitting a shit ton of shitty daggers. Uh, <laughs> that's some bad Bombay mix. And then you make them into shitty enchanted daggers. Awesome. Well, is that what happens when you're shitting out daggers and they're covered in shit? They're shit enchanted. <laughs> yeah, so. The weird thing is they. <laughs> the weird that's thing. That's the weird thing. That's the, what's the weird thing. The weird the thing weird is thing. they they because of the way that you make all these shitty daggers. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like because they actually they they actually do have a more effective levelling up system for potions. Because it's like when you're doing potions, you get more experience if you're making a better potion. Like oh. it's basically based on the mark on like the value <coughs> of the potion. So the system is in the game. For yeah, this. sort of. Except for in potion in the case of potions, it's like you can make really dumb potions that are just just have a it's basically the more effects a potion has, the more expensive it is, even if those effects are completely useless and don't match, where it's right. like, oh, this potion heals you for 30 health points and prevents you from regenerating magicka and makes you invisible. <laughs> it's like, like, well, that's completely useless to me, but I might, you know, it sells for a lot, so it gives me tons of experience. <laughs> so really, when you're leveling up potions, all you're trying to do is find the combination of ingredients where it's using the most common ingredients you can possibly find to make the most complicated potion that you can possibly make, even if it's shit. <laughs> mm. And then that just levels you up quick. So yeah, it's almost a better system, but not really. Just breaking in a different way. And that's Skyrim for you. Less Skyrim. Shit-covered magic potions. <laughs> shit potions. It's basically broken in every way. I've made a potion. Oh, and the, shit. wait, the other, the other important mod, apart from these one, all the prettying mods that I installed, the actually important mod that I installed was the one that makes it so that all the locations when you visit them on the map, their name, the name of the location, mm. it has in brackets if it's a, if it's connected to a quest. So basically it's like if, when you go to a location, it says the name of the location, and then in brackets it's like side quest, and then it tells you where the side quest starts. So you don't accidentally go to a dungeon that you're going to be sent to at some other point and break the mission structure by clearing oh, out sorry. beforehand or whatever. Right, because I've done that, yeah. yeah. I do end up doing that by extent in Skyrim sometimes. So that makes that makes the exploring a bit more like you don't feel quite so like nervous about cocking everything up, because it can be quite easy to completely bone the quest structure of Skyrim. If you're Wait, so how does it prevent you? It's just like, oh, just don't get it. Yeah, it just as warns you, basically. Okay. It yeah. tells you whether it's connected to a quest, and then if it doesn't have that, you you know you're safe to go in there and see what's up. You might not want to go in here just yet. And also, in order to make this whole replaying of Skyrim slightly more interesting, I've been trying to like go to bits of the map that I never went to before. Because really... During like the main quest of the storyline, you don't even go to it half the cities. Yeah, yeah, right? it doesn't send you to like two or three of the main cities ever, and it doesn't really send you to like to the bottom left-hand half of the map at all. No, so you never go down there to see any of the you know map icons appear. So yeah, I've been trying to like go into areas I haven't been before and see new things. I guess hmm. I'm, I haven't has... been to half the cities in that game. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Although what does suck about that is because because I re- the one thing I remembered was like I had one specific shout in my previous in my old Skyrim save 
I had one specific shout, and I like I really want that one, but I can't remember where it was. Uh. <laughs> it's the one that basically lets you. It's basically, I guess it's basically detective vision. It's like right. it highlights enemies through walls, hmm. which is like just super useful. That's cool. If you're trying to sneak up on things, yeah. <laughs> You're sort of preemptively knowing where they are, therefore it won't go quite that way. <laughs> you won't and... just walk directly in front of the wax. Mm. Yeah. You'll probably just look that up on the wiki. Yeah, I might do. And presumably, I, I don't know, but I think it's, I don't know if it's a multi-part shout. So if it does have multiple parts, I can go try and go to one of the parts that I didn't go to before, because I don't think I ever, if it is multi-part, I don't think I ever got more than one part of it. Mm-hmm. Although I can't imagine what, the multi-part version of that would do maybe make it last longer or something. Multi-part. <laughs> multi-part. Cool. Skyrim. Right. I think that's it. I can't okay. Declare that again. Yep. That just proves that I apparently needed something else to do because I yeah. didn't come back at Skyrim. Needed a. There was a hole that needed filling, and Skyrim is that filler for now. But for it still now. doesn't feel like it should have been that. Mm. You're still feeling like if if only SimCity was good, it would have filled the hole. <laughs> yep, god damn it. If only I had a game that was like that, but not like that. I even started considering, because I, I still got installed from when I purchased it, just because it was cheap at one point. I purchased, like, Alpha Centauri mm. from, from GOG. Yeah, presumably. GOG. I think so. so and, yeah, because I got, I got it from them and then got it working because it still wasn't perfect. But yeah, I considered playing that, but then I was like, I don't really want to commit to a whole game of Civ. Mm. <laughs> That's a bit too much. Right. Or not. That's so. why I also didn't play Civ Five when I started considering that as well. I was like, I could go in and see that expansion pack that I installed and never actually try to test this. So like 30 hours of Civ versus possibly investing another 100 hours in Skyrim? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay. Just like Civ, Civ didn't feel right. <laughs> It was so a Rob, shape hole. No. Not a shaped hole. Sip no. hole. You managed to sh- shove a Skyrim in there for the time being. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> shove a shit out of dagger from there. Went some scrolls up there. <laughs> some Elder Scrolls. So, Rob, what, what? have you been playing? It's your turn. Uh, you got a Wii U, I hear. Yeah, you've got a Let's talk about the Wii U. That's. <laughs> Not yeah, much break, to talk about. Break it down. Break it down. It's an okay thing. That has to be said. You know, I'm sort of... The, the, like, let's, let's talk about the console before I talk about the games, I guess, first of all. Okay. So I, was, I think I'm more impressed with the gamepad than I sort of expected to be. Uh-huh. Like, the screen is better than I sort of remembered it, if you said from the brief times I've looked at one. It's like, it's a bit higher, bit higher resolution than I remembered, and... You know, the dot pitch is probably slightly better than that on the DS, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and it works pretty well. And in my sort of non-technical eyeball tests, I could detect zero, zero latency, which I mm. always find, like, sort of fascinating how that actually works. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think that's pretty impressive what they've actually yeah, put together. Yeah, that's where they put a lot of effort, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It, yeah, it does seem to work. And... I think they've made some sort of weird decisions in like some of their UI design by the fact that they have the gamepad, so they they seem to just want Make to you, use it all the time. Yeah, you've got to touch things all the time. Yeah, 
so like as you're even when you're setting up the console, it goes for a really long setup thing, which is you know quite. A, it's not a bad experience, like. But at the same time, you're just like it, the screen is like occasionally showing you like a, a manual page, basically. Like your your television is showing you the manual for what the settings actually mean, and one of the one of the sticks on the gamepad is dedicated to scrolling those manual pages, right? While you're touching things on the gamepad to set them. It's like, in some ways, it's kind of weird because it's like they, some of that stuff looks like they hadn't quite grasped what HD was all about. So the font is really big. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Pretty you cool. probably could have fit all this on the screen, on one screen without the need to scroll. Or did you just pick the font appropriate for HD? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yep. No, get out of the way. Get the snotty rag out of the way. <laughs> Delicious. Um, so there's that. But then. You sort of it doesn't take you too long to stumble on possibly its biggest flaw, uh, and as far as I can tell, this is uh, in my experience so far it has permeated more than just the menus, and okay. that is loading times on that console. Okay. Oh my word! Just getting around bits of menu just takes forever. Like Why? you want to swap, you want to swap to system settings. You've got to sit for a loading pause while it loads the system settings menu. You want to go to the Miiverse? Have a loading pause. Loading pauses are getting worse, and as the generations go on, like I think there's some bad ones on the Xbox One already. Oh yeah, Xbone has some real bad loading pauses. Um, Why, Jesus? For some games. But yeah, on the yeah. on the Wii U, I mean, I just don't expect it. I don't know why they're so bad. There's, there doesn't seem to be anything that gives me due cause for them to be that bad. Hmm. It's it's a bit strange. Um, and that is basically that is my single biggest gripe with it, and that it's a bit like that. Oh, and the fact that they still insist on having music playing in every menu. Oh yeah, and you can't turn that shit off. It's just a Nintendo thing now. I've, ever since the yeah. Wii, they're just obsessed with bloody having some sort of music playing or some sort of ambient stuff. I mean, at least they've sort of upped their game slightly by like the ambient music is the sound coming out of your speakers is different to the sound coming out of the gamepad. So the two kind of combine to make the ambiance. Mm. Okay, Which so I, you got I think like it's, di- that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, different instruments and stuff on different. <laughs> Speaking of annoying sound that you can't turn off, do you remember that when I was showing you the Mario Golf? Oh yeah, <laughs> this that, that this may prove to be the most annoying thing about Mario Golf. Yeah, it's just like apparently Nintendo can't resist making noises constantly. Is what is there from like the music in the Wii, but in Mario Golf, when as you're like aiming your shot, like you're setting where you want the ball to go and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The characters are constantly being like, let's go, let's go, let's go, all the time. <laughs> it's like there's barely a pause between them saying, let's go, before they say it again. Jesus Come on. Christ. Let's go, let's take the shot. <laughs> Mario's not got all day. Yeah, basically. And it's like, uh, why? Should have called it Wario Golf. <laughs> So, so, but then it's like you just play as Bowser or Yoshi. So they, at least then they just make noise instead, <laughs> instead of say stupid things over and over. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, because that's the time when no one's literally no one's allowed to talk in actual golf. Like, <laughs> right, right. You have to shut the fuck up while people are playing well, their shots. That's so like a rule. Well, actually, I wonder if that would be. I wonder if in real golf, if the person taking the shot was just talking to themselves really loudly, would that be allowed? Yeah. I Tiger Woods is standing there going, come on, Tiger. 
They usually it's, don't, uh, though, do they? they always... No, they usually don't because that's stupid. <laughs> Let, let's shit this one out. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would be yeah. so annoying if, if you were actually trying to play a golf shot and you had Mario there going, let's go constantly <laughs> yeah. while you were winding up. Just the, I got an image of him very slowly moving his head as close as he can to your ear and then just going, let's go! Ah, <laughs> oh, spaghetti. Ah, oh, ravioli. Oh, Mamma mia! <laughs> You're taking a sweet time! He doesn't even say Mamma mia now. Do they consider that racist now? I don't know, but it's like when you get a bogey or whatever, or a, oh, one, no. one of the bad animations, he just goes... Mama, and it's like, um, you just cut half the phrase off. I don't wait, know. <laughs> wait, Mario has a mum. <laughs> That's what Mamma Mia means, my mum, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, but it's just like, why would you cut half that off? I don't understand Mama. because he's just baby means mum. Mario in the big Mario suit. <laughs> All right. So it just sounds weird. I'm so used to the Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Yeah, just Mamma. Doesn't sound right, does it? No. So anyway, back to the Wii U. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Um, <laughs> yeah, the loading pause seems to be the biggest thing. I don't quite... I'm, I'm not sure I get the Miiverse. I'm just going to come out there and say it. It's like... to get. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like... It's sometimes kind of cool to just have it sat on screen while you're, you know, when you turn the console and you get the random comments come up. I mean, it's it's kind of annoying, I guess, that they've segregated all of Europe to be one area, so <laughs> most of the time you're reading German. But well, that can be funny in its own way, just oh, like yeah. trying, to work, trying to even guess what that says. <laughs> or just me reading it in terrible accent. Well, yeah, exactly. It's itself somewhat entertaining. <laughs> um, but I just don't get why people post on it. Maybe I don't get like, why are there messages on there? Why do people do it? It's like I, New Super Mario Bros. U, for instance, has a bit where it sort of says, "Hey, you can write stuff, and it'll appear in other people's games if you want." And it's like, why would I want to do that? Mm. I don't quite understand. So you know, yeah, there's again, a lot of this stuff. Of the- I saw some of that stuff in the yeah in the Mario game 3D world, right, where you mm. have these stamps, but you can also draw freehand. Yeah, like, you can. Yeah. And then you can share them. Yeah. I mean, sometimes some people draw some funny stuff on there or like yeah. ridiculous fan art of things. And it's and that's kind of cool. But the majority of the time, it's just people saying, this game is amazing. Or I just 100%ed it. Yay. That is the bulk of the messages. Good for them. Good for <laughs> you. Yeah. I don't know who the hell you are. Get off my beavers. <laughs> um, so yeah, mechanically that's all. There's not. Don't 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 expect much from the like. I don't know. Non-console stuff like you know TV. I don't think works. No. In, this, in in the EU, um, so you can't use that. Um, the gamepad does have some. Does go through a setup phase where you can make it have some rudimentary control of your. Like I can turn my skybox on and off. I can't do anything more than that. I can turn it on and off with your controller, okay. with my with the gamepad, and I can turn my TV on and off and send an input signal to swap it to. Well, to it doesn't you. swap it to a specific input, but it will just cycle through them. 
So it's still not actually as useful as using the TV remote. Um, <laughs> but you can do it, and you can do it when the Wii U is not turned on. Wow. Yeah. So can you pick up the pad and kind of use it without when the console's no off? What happens? Uh, for the, the TV control, you can. Yeah, oh. you just press the TV button, the screen lights up with the oh, TV cool. controls on. Okay. And the console itself doesn't actually turn on. Hmm. Um, it's only when you press the power button on the controller that everything console. comes to life. Right, cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's that's life with the Wii. The uh, store seems like a typical digital store affair, which is everything is insanely overpriced. So, yeah, don't if you can help it. Top tip: don't buy your disc-based games from the download store. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, don't buy your disc-based games from the download store. Yeah, you know, I don't think you can. No, (laughs) but yeah, don't buy your games that you could get on a disc. Don't get the download version of it. It's Which is a shame. Though. Like it's it's like fifty quid for Mario 3D World. Right, yeah. That's just, insane. That's not that's not a good proposition. Go to your local also Tesco's, of, isn't it? Yeah. Also speaking of overpriced games, I looked at my <laughs> at one point when I was thinking about buying shit on the 3DS, I looked made an Amazon wish list of all the things I hadn't bought so I could keep an eye on the prices. And they've basically all gone up <laughs> because now Amazon don't stock them any longer. Yeah, I was right about the Wii U. The price did go up. Like I double checked it. Like you know, yeah, I said two weeks ago. Up, it's like yeah. the price has gone up. So I, you know, I, I probably snuck in at it's kind of the right time. But cool. Well, for this next few months or so. <laughs> yeah, but Amazon just don't stock 3DS games. Mm. So all the ones that are left have got really expensive. Oh, because they're like resellers. Yeah, or... but they're like resellers, and I'm just like, where do you even? Buy 3DS games in, in the UK. Where do you go? Can you still go to Zavi? Or... No, they have a shit selection. Mm-hmm. They've got like 10. Have you? Yeah. eBay? Yeah, I guess that's it really, isn't it? Trying to buy new 3DS games off eBay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. It's a weird game. situation. Yeah, their game aren't that great either, and also expensive. Yeah, game aren't good on price. So yeah, kind of sucks. I wanted to. I was hoping that I might be able to get in on like Lost Sonic or whatever. I want the Lost World. Oh, there's tons of the Lost the DS but this, this was Actually, night, I think that I was, is was, one of the ones that has that has gone down. Yeah, I was, check, I, was, up. I was checking on eBay for copies of like Sonic Lost World for Wii U, and I came across the weird phenomenon that I'm not sure I've seen on eBay very often, where it's like you can get a copy of Sonic Lost World for thirty pounds new. Yeah. The price you can get in a second-hand copy on eBay is £30. That seems to be consistently the price that they sell at. And I'm like, well, okay, what are you people doing? <laughs> this is like just buying you <laughs> rather than spending all that money on a second-hand one. It doesn't make sense to me. Crazy people. And also Sonic Lost World seems to like not be very common on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's quite a few of the DS, the 3DS version. Yeah. We've seen quite a few of them. So that, that was odd. I was just checking. Uh, yeah, so I've been spending the bulk of my last two weeks playing Lego City Undercover. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. It's pretty awesome. Really? Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really into it. 
So it's probably like an... more than I should be in some for some some in some ways because it's at its core it's still a Lego game. It still follows a lot of the tropes. Yeah, but those games are but, good though. Uh, well, right. they sort of are, but they they like they 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 basically all boil down to the same formula, which mm, is true. which is essentially nothing particularly cleverer than a treasure hunt. But the scale of the treasure hunt in Lego City Undercover is like so far beyond anything I think they've done before. Right. Um, cause this was cause, like, cause they've kind of gone back to doing normal ones right at this point. Yeah. That this was uh, undercover, undercover is a, as, well, maybe the Marvel one might have some elements of it. I'm not sure, but basically, yeah, this one is their first attempt at an open world Lego game. Yeah. So you have this enormous world where which is dense with stuff to discover. And I mean dense. Like There's stuff bloody everywhere, and the world isn't small. Right. Uh, yeah, and it's just like... So you're not necessarily doing anything particularly complex. It's like you find a thing. If you have the ability with which you can do, do something to the thing, you do that thing, and that may lead to other things, which will eventually lead to a collectible. Rinse and repeat. But right. you rinse and repeat so much... Yeah. Like just in different ways and in ways you might not expect. Like you're not really doing anything more complex than that. It's just hit something, something happens or something breaks and you, oh, I can build something out of this. What am I going to build? Oh, this is another collectible chain. Oh, no. Um, oh, I've stumbled into a car that's for some reason now glowing. Now I've got close to it. Oh, that's a time trial event. Oh, that's cool. Um, cool. It's just filled with, stuff it's unbelievable really just how much okay. stuff there is there. Awesome. Sounds great. There's, and yeah, but it's like the simplicity of it all. I've, I sort of assumed that maybe it would sort of start to wear get thin. Bit, yeah, get a bit dull. But it just hasn't. It's like I just go back. Now I'm getting going my way through the story. I think I'm about two thirds of the way through, maybe a little more than that now. So I have most of the abilities. And it's like and I'm just finding myself wanting to do the random stuff in the city more because now I can get to more points, you know, through some of the chains of things I need to do and not reach a point where I don't have an ability to carry on. Like I would have traversed up this, this, this building and then gone across a number of rooftops, finding the ways in which I can do that. And then you reach a bit where it's like, ah, oh, bugger in order to progress, I need to be a farmer. I haven't got the farmer yet. Um, ass. And then you're like, you feel a bit disappointed. And so well, I better come back and do this later. And it's like, obviously now I'm got most of the abilities. I don't have that problem. I can, I can be a farmer. I can stick that pig in that cannon. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. It's like, it's not the greatest game technically. Like it's a bit framey. Um, it's not a bad looking game, but you know, I've seen like the, the Harry Potter game that I've played on. Yeah. Xbox for instance, was running at 60 the whole time. You know? Well, yeah. Okay. Um, um, so this 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 runs at you know it's designed to run at thirty, but is occasionally a bit framey. Okay, um, is it ten eighty or whatever? Uh, I don't think it is. I think it's okay. running at seven twenty. But cool. I haven't really scrutinised it in that much detail, but um, yeah, it's, it's sort of noticeable on occasion. And you know, it's obvious that, that some of the mechanics that it's like it's like this their first try, so. Like cars don't exactly handle kind of as I you expect at first. They have no analog to them. The no analog. Really okay. 
digital. Yeah, okay. well, because the gamepad doesn't have analog triggers, so you can't rely on that for a second. Oh, like, sure, okay. At first. But then the steering, I don't think, behaves particularly analog either. <laughs> um, so it's kind of weird to get used to. Um, and it will occasionally catch you out. Uh, and the same sort of applies for the other vehicles as you get them later on in the game. And it also sort of suffers slightly from a sort of weird unlock mechanic for vehicles. Like, it's the same that I think that they've had in previous LEGO games, but it's just a bit misleading. Like, so when you find a costume or when you find a vehicle, the game gives you a massive full screen. Well, in the middle of the screen, you'll get something pop up saying, you've unlocked the Falcon GT, or you've got a... Uh, you can now dress up as Doris or something. Okay. <laughs> and it will be, it will put this big thing on screen and it will say, duh, 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 unlocked. And it's like, no, what that actually means is you've unlocked the capability in which to purchase that, that skin or that right, vehicle. But not, not you, the thing itself. Right. Yeah. So you then have to go to the, go to the, yeah, you then have to go to the home police station, um, Go through an excruciatingly long loading pause where it loads yeah. the inside of the police station. Go to the, basement to buy the things that you then want to use exit the police station go through the longest loading pause i've experienced for a long time while this main world loads the city loads yeah yeah like again this game suffers from some real bad loading problems it's which is it's such a shame it's like everything else about the game is pretty great but the loading pauses are <laughs> unbelievable like there's not like there's many of them. Like once you get into the world, you're fine. Like you, it won't you you won't go for a loading pause yeah. as you're driving around or the areas. streaming everything. And, yeah, yeah, and you'll occasionally have a short pause. Say if you teleport too far a distance or something jumps your, your location slightly further than the, than the game expects, then you might get a tiny little um, disc icon appear for a few seconds. But that's that's okay. I can live with that. That's that's expected. Um, but just leaving assignments or going back to the open world just takes forever you can quite easily get up go make a drink come back it's halfway through go to the loo oh goodness me that's probably probably just about done ah that's insane what's going on with loading pauses these days jeez yeah it is the game's biggest flaw because the the loading pause to get to the title screen is quite long as well and then you have to go through the world loading pause like when you load your to game. To get into the game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, that that's also looks like a slight problem because it always puts you back at the home police station. Not in it, which might actually have been useful because then you might have gone through the the phase to sort of go, oh, all right, now I'll just purchase some things. But then I guess you'd have to sit through another loading pause when you want to exit it. Um, I'm not sure you can win with this one. It's kind of just the, the pauses are kind of a... Um, a real... Pause. It's like when, I, when I'm setting aside some time to play the game, it's like unless I've got an hour or more i sort of have to say to myself well okay i don't really want to get into this because i'm gonna have to waste like a good probably five odd minutes like before i even can play this just on load and it's (laughs) yeah now that is yeah it's not good uh, do you think that's to do with the hardware or just the game? Well, probably I think it might there. be because of, it's their first attempt at making a game like this. Right, and, and they just not didn't optimize it. it well. Because yeah. don't, don't forget, this was a launch game. Um, yeah, that's true. And also, they haven't done yeah this kind of thing before either, because they've been on various platforms with their Xbox uh, with their Lego games before, but yeah. they haven't I'd tried to do that. Well, no, well. yeah, no one had attempted an open world. They were doing it on launch on a console they probably weren't familiar with. Yeah. 
It's like all kinds of things. Probably a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and there's no there's no real reason, I suppose, why it couldn't have come up on other consoles. I mean, they do do like gimmicky things with the control pad, which are kind of cool. Like there's something to the fact that the gamepad like turns into a video phone. So when people call you, you get like a little animated picture of them who's oh, calling cool. you sort of doing stuff. And it's normally just a map for the majority of the game. But and the, all the sound for the communication, like them talking to you comes from the gamepad. Yet when your character talks, you hear him in the world through your speakers. Oh, it's so like cool. that somehow that doesn't get old. Um, it just sort of feels right. Um, and they they will occasionally do things where you have to hold up the gamepad to the world and it will show you like x-rays of the buildings and stuff. And you have to scan for various items and stuff like that, which is sort of cool because it sort of uh, it sort of shows that the, the Wii U is actually capable of like it is capable of processing both screens. Yep. Pretty well simultaneously. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's not, what it's not really a graphical right? slouch. Well, you know, it's it is like two three sixties, I I get I would say, like probably. You know, both screens seem made totally capable of working perfectly independently. Hmm. Um each displaying complex stuff. So that's quite cool. Yeah, very cool. And I haven't Sounds even talked about the writing really. style because this was also the first time they did a talkie. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. Because it's all because now they do it all the time. Um, well, and it's it's also like their own the, story instead yeah. of just like a movie. Yeah. So they they play the like the reference card quite heavily. Well, actually, like so most of it is there's a lot of pastiche of like typical cop things going on. Like one of the one of the less good ones, but it's kind of cool just to bring up, I suppose, was they did a Starsky and Hutch ripoff that they called Studsky and Clutch. Um, right, <laughs> for no reason at all. Yeah, and uh, some sort of bad buddy cop um, jokes come out of that, and um, there's some unbelievably terrible pun work going on, but that's also <laughs> friggin' hilarious at times. Awesome. I kind of like it. Um, pun smithery. It's just you can't take any part. Like I mentioned, it's just there's so many random things. It's like the pig cannon was one of the weirder things that came up because it's just like your your mountain pigs escape or, or some farmers' mountain pigs escape, but they escape across the entire city. And it's just like, oh, when you find when you find them, just put them back in one of them their pig cannons. They'll they'll be shot right back to me, and you just go, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like like even your character in the, in the game is sort of in disbelief at what goes on in this world. <laughs> Game. It's like everyone seems to treat everything that happens as perfectly normal, apart from you. <laughs> you and your character, yeah. It's like, awesome. okay. And that happens quite a lot. It's pretty great. That's, that I'm sounds just, cool. I'm just, I'm just properly into it. But the scary thing is, though, is the completion percentage on that game. It's like, I think, oh, I, no. as I say, I'm most of the way through the story, but I think I'm maybe 20%. Right, maybe just over twenty percent complete, just on raw stuff to find. It's not too bad, but yeah, that just shows how much there is. And I've been playing it a lot. Sure, yeah, like really a lot. It's just scratching the surface type stuff. I think like once I've got all the abilities and stuff, I could really dig in, not faff around as much. So you know, the rate at which I duck whittling that down will probably go up significantly but it's just a cool sort of no pressure thing to play so it comes recommended sounds great 
You got anything else uh, you've been playing this uh, week? Well, Zach uh-huh. and I sort of touched on playing New Super Mario U. Oh yeah, it's like I haven't really got any. I didn't play it anymore because I sort of don't. I sort of want to play it two player before I go through it myself. <laughs> Even though it's completely dumb, it's kind of fun though. It's like because you you do like it is anarchic as you you said a couple of weeks ago that you'd played the Mario three D world in multiplayer. Yeah, I did. It's yeah. like it's it's pretty fun. Just in its yeah. stupid ways where you're occasionally jumping on someone's head in the middle of a jump when there's a pit below you and fucking yep, each yep, other over exactly it's, yeah it's, it's just pretty hilarious and rob was highly entertained by the suicide one i, I, did, knew, I didn't know what was gonna happen but <laughs> i didn't know it was there when i pushed it i was like what 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 just happened <laughs> well it was because rob accidentally pushed it when he was trying to do something else and all it does is like put you into the bubble which is like how you respawn yeah yeah so, so you can do it at any time. You can just put yourself into the bubble. And he was like, "Oh, what happened?" And I was like, "Oh, you pushed the suicide man." And then, and then we both did it. Yeah, at the, same time. Like, the suicide man. And I was like, "Yeah, you just hit A." And then, then we both did it. And then when you both do it, he just kicks you out of the level because you're both dead. Because you're both dead. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It was, it was pretty funny. It was casual. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, but it, it, it was funny. The only thing that sort of like, you know, this might not be true of the other ones, is that the, the sort of presentation side of this is a little, it's it's slick, but kind of lazy at the same time. Yeah. It's like sort of bare bonesy sort of menus <laughs> that you might expect from a mobile game. Well, there's type. completely nothing to it in, in any aspect. It's no. Like, there's no story or anything. It's just like, oh, Bowser attacks the castle, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like, oh, Bow- oh, Bowser, go. Yeah, I think you get a lot more in 3D World than in New Super Mario Brothers in that mm. respect. You know, a lot more polished to the menus. There's a story and shit and all that. Mm. But as I was sort of saying, like, I think I alluded to a while back when it's like we were talking about whether or not I should go back and play the SNES games. And um, it's just, I think it's been so long since I played a, a Mario game for real, like a 2D one. Yeah. That it's just like, it does feel kind of fresh and i'm sort of surprised that actually they start throwing i don't know the variation of levels in as early as they did like level two is those tunnels with moving crystals wow. and level three has got the, the the cog tower or well it might not have been three that might have been four but the tower <laughs> cogs but you know, they're sort of throwing in relatively complex and varied stages pretty early on whereas uh, yeah, i remember like the early mario games probably would have been this is going to be a green left or right with a few lumps this is, next one's going to be a green left or right with a few lumps yeah uh, and it goes on like that for a little while so I, it sort of caught me off guard just how Variety, yeah, and yeah, and there was that weird one of all the where the, every platform is moving in some way. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of imagination going on, which is what you want from these Mario games, really, isn't mm. it? I mean, I mean, it's like I don't know how much of this they've done. They did in other new Super Mario Brothers games because it's probably first, exactly the same. Yeah, in all of them, quite probably. But this is as my first new Super Mario Brothers game. I pretty, I quite like it. It's like maybe I will just like start blitzing ahead with that if like Lego City does start to become a, a grind at some point, just use it as a as a quick game because yeah. you know, unlike Lego City, it doesn't suffer from loading problems. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Nice and slick. Get straight yeah. into that game. And you know, seeing Nintendo stuff in HD, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's, Wii U. it's, it's it's so simple, but it looks real good. 
need remakes of like well, not remakes but like just a quick reissue of like mario galaxy and stuff with actual hd graphics Can't yeah hard to do or if they like perhaps come up with a better way of running the wii so it didn't run in native res or had some hmm. upscale capability yeah that would be cool hmm. ah looks like we're running out of time on this podcast according to my timer the jig. Uh, yes Two we have five seconds five seconds <laughs> to, to go we, <laughs> until we hit our normal limit indeed there it goes <laughs> <laughs> my timer today i didn't have time to set so this is like my normal timer the power of timber <laughs> i don't know why i just i i always pick like my default timer like for um uh for like alarm clocks and stuff to be the sound that is the least um i don't know the least disturbing on immediate loudness you know mm-hmm. like like the thing that starts most gently or something <laughs> yeah well that was always always my my technique for when i just use win amp as an alarm i was like i just have to pick a song that has like a, a quietish start but i know it gets hella loud after like 20 seconds yeah <laughs> so i have enough time to just get up and stop it <laughs> and stop it yeah i think that's what you need what did you pick i don't remember it's been a while since i had to use that Right, well, I think we shall wrap this up, shall we? I think it's been a good one. We've had. Uh, yeah, I haven't really got much else to say. I've played a bit more Trials, nothing to say there. It's Trials, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Plants vs. Zombies, which we already talked about. It's still great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Next time, more Wii U stuff. Probably more Wii. Skyrim. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. For some reason. And uh, yeah, so, and E3's coming up, must be coming up soon, right? Well, it's May at this point, isn't it? Don't know hey, guys. Hey, guys. Eurovisions next week. Oh, good. oh Jesus. Okay. Shit, yeah. <laughs> the first thing the first thing Noam said when I mentioned that to her is better get the booze in. Yeah. <laughs> I only just saw a news report saying that something saying something about the judging of of our Eurovision entry, and I was like, hey, hang on. <laughs> that seems a bit late. Yeah. Considering how close it is. Well no, we've yeah, we've got an entry. Yeah. Molly or something. Unless it was like for next year or something. <laughs> <laughs> Planning way ahead. Yeah. Well, we'll have Euro Eurovision views, news for you as well, in addition. <laughs> uh, so uh, catch that next time. And uh, we'll Who catch does? you next time. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ding 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 ding! Pew 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 pew!